Hey, so did the party he's Bill Mudger from Daniel Rudis fell pop with the holes of face piece new missed the first time around, but we're done with that, I guess. <laughs> we well, need to come up with we need, to, we need to come up with a new slang. Talking about the old shit, it's past his prime to talk about. And we are talking about old shit. It's just we've seen this before. Though then again, how how often have well, you seen Pinocchio? I probably haven't seen him for like thirty years. That's what I'm saying. So I mean it's not It was never it was never my favorite growing up. Yeah, it's not great. It's better than others, though. I'll take Pinocchio over. Well, then again, I guess we'll be rewatching all this stuff, so I'll have a better understanding of how I think about all the stuff these days. But off the top of my head now, I'd take Pinocchio over Snow White. I'd take Pinocchio over Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi. Actually, I might take Pinocchio over a lot of the classic other Disney movies. Mm. Uh, then again, we've also talked on this podcast how, I, despite me being, being a huge Disney and animation nerd, I guess I'm not that big of a fan of Disney's old animated features because most of them like, I can kind of live without. Um, yeah. What's 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 your favorite old uh, Disney animated feature? Sleepy Beauty. Really? Whoa. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's one that no one admits. It's got Everyone... a fucking, it's got a fucking dragon. It's got a comedy with the. Um, it is one of the most the gorgeous fairies. Ones. It's got a hot princess. It's got a hot princess. You got it's, the fucking Mark got, Davis the ladies. It's, well, it's got, got a hot villain music. too. It's got a good good music because they just stole it all directly from Tchaikovsky. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, um, it's got a prince that throws a fucking sword into the. No, uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Maleficent's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, she, she's still the main villain in the Kingdom Hearts games, right? No, they sidelined her for some bullshit really? OC. Oh, yeah, she she shows up in in the third one, being like, "I need a box," and then they're like, "Hey, <laughs> oh! hey, we ever gonna explain what's in that box?" No, okay. Because right, did you beat Kingdom Hearts three? Unfortunately, I got all the tr- all the trophies. <laughs> oh, that's right, because I started playing. I got like three worlds in, and it did start off with Maleficent and Buster Douglas. Who's who's <laughs> yep. who's, who's Pete? Pete's, yeah, Pete. And they were just like, yeah, we need to find a box, but that was all the story I saw. That's all the a story box? you get of them. What's in the no. box? They never say. Oh, were you fucking kidding me? They no. did they put out DLC explaining it. I, I they put out DLC. I don't think oh so my because fucking God. the Kingdom Hearts people are so in love with their own oh bullshit. They pretty God. much ignore all the Disney and whatnot. Which is funny because I know they've pretty much ignored all the Final Fantasy stuff like, now too. So it's oh their yeah, own yeah. dedicated none of that organization. Thirteen. Oh my fucking God. Because like they could have filled the Disney worlds with like life and characters and had stuff running around in it, but no, nah, yeah, they're exactly, just empty yeah. voids. Especially the fucking uh, big hero. They need to get Six? someone. If they're going to keep on was? making an, uh, uh, not an, if they're going to keep on making Kingdom Hearts game, they need to get somebody new. In they need to of get the shit, people that it's... did the Final Fantasy remake in on it. Because like the pacing of the start. But anyway, Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Pinocchio. I could bitch about Kingdom Hearts all day because. It's... Oh my god! <laughs> I, 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 I didn't realize you liked the Final Fantasy remake that much. But... Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's, we're it's talking about very, very 1940s. Well Mm-hmm. Uh, second, uh, Nico Nico. Nico Nico, as I used to call Pinocchio when I was a kid, as I was shoving my own warm shit into Mickey Mouse's <laughs> pants. Nico Nico, my favorite Disney character. Um, this, yeah, what's your history with Pinocchio? This is your choice word. Yeah, this is Disney hey, through the decades. I watched it growing up. I don't remember liking it. I, I always, I don't. A lot of people I know say they were scared of Monstro, but I found really? the horror. Yeah. Well, well that's uh, they're that's tiny the babies. thing to talk about. This is yeah. Uh, that, that, but I was more is... horrified by the the 
the children calling for their mama as they turned into donkeys. That is the lasting legacy of this movie. Well, it kind of speaks I, to how bland everything else in this movie is, that the donkey thing is the one thing that, like, now, more than ever, is, like, people's out like, that's the thing everyone remembers. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I read the book at some point, but... You mean the original book, not, like, the golden book of the Disney yes, movie? Yes, the original book. Really? With all the, Why would you punish the... yourself? All the fucked up shit that happens in <laughs> Have, that. Uh, so, okay, I've never read this. You didn't read it in the original Italian, right? You're not, like, super fancy? <laughs> no, I read it. I couldn't understand a word of it, but I was I'm like, ah, Pinocchio. I'm you dressed as a 12-year-old, dressed like little Lord Fontelari, pretending you're he and Pinocchio in the original Italian. Um, I was just reading, you know, because doing research for the podcast. Uh, did you finish the book? Because the book I, sounds it might have fucked been in a... up. It might have been an abridged version, but yeah. I mean, I know Carlo Collodi's his descendants have always been upset at Pinocchio because they, you know, it's, they Disneyfied the story, so they took out all the interesting bits. Um, which that's that's they what they didn't Disney murder did. Jiminy Cricket. Oh, what they didn't the murder. Hell? But I, I was reading about the history. I don't. I didn't know. Oh, Pinocchio is also newer than I thought. I thought Pinocchio was from like eight, like was from like like sixteen ten or something like that. Well, and, like, you'd almost expect like it to be out of. Out of copyright since Disney got it. Yeah, exactly. But it's only written in 1883, which means that was only like 60 years before this movie was made. Which is for Disney, that's relatively recent. Again, yeah. I, they must have. I would have because would that? Well, then again, I forget that copyright law used to be different before Disney itself fucked it in, 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 into oblivion. So 60 years would have probably been long enough for Pinocchio to slide out of copyright, so Disney could make a movie out of it. Unlike uh, un, unlike now, where Disney's changed copyright so much that like. Mickey Mouse will never go out of copyright, despite the fact that he should have gone into into public domain in like 1955 or something like that. But yeah, I was reading about how the original story that was, I guess the it was uh, the original Pinocchio stories were published in a new uh, an Italian newspaper in like 1883, and mm. he I guess he published it was the, that's why the I guess the book is so episodic because it was just a bunch of random stories the guy was writing in in a newspaper over the course of a year. That, I guess, ended with the cat and the fox characters from this movie hanging Pinocchio. That's how the story ended. And the yeah. kids were so upset that they had to bring the author back, and he wrote another year's worth of stories, where suddenly the blue fairy shows up, revives Pinocchio, and suddenly became more of a moralizing thing. For sure. She's like, I'll make you a real person. Not only will I resurrect you, but I'll also make you a real person if you stop acting like a dipshit. Which was funny because that's the whole thrust of the story that everyone remembers. Oh, but it's funny a, that like he is. <laughs> you think he might be unlikable in this movie? He is a, a cocksucker in the books. Yeah, that that's Absolutely what I always heard. Absolutely mean, awful. He's bad enough they got hung by other criminals and shit like that. So, um, but I guess that was the big thing about this movie because I guess uh, the, they spent a year on a version of this movie where Pinocchio was still an asshole and he looked more like a puppet. And everyone agreed that it wasn't working because Pinocchio was just so wildly unsympathetic that they had to stop production and restart from scratch. Where Disney, I guess, he asked, God, not Bill Titla, not Fred Moore. I think it was Milk Call who did the redesign of Pinocchio. Where they essentially just turned Pinocchio. <laughs> you even just said a whole a whole bunch of old man names that sound made up. Milk Call. Yeah, they did this whole fucking shit. Yeah. Um... But they essentially just took Pinocchio, instead of turning him into an asshole puppet, they turned him... He's essentially, even as a puppet, he's just a little boy. They they, yeah. they just gave, like, wooden joints in the knees and stuff, too. And instead of being an asshole, he's just, like, a newborn... He just doesn't know right from wrong, but he's not, like, going out of his way to be a dipshit. He's just, like, an, an innocent babe in the woods. 
Which, um, people did point out Rob's the whole point of the story of him turning into a real-life boy at the end. If he's just essentially already a real-life boy before that, except he's just made of wood, then what's the difference? I guess now that he can he can shit and die, now that he actually turns into, he gets turned into meat at the end. That's the only real difference in terms of his personality, but... Uh, not that it matters much, who gives a fuck about Pinocchio? Unless you're writing a story about, like, robots, like, uh, fucking Data from Star Trek, and you can make a lot of, like, uh, Pinocchio jokes and shit like that, like... Also, it's funny how anytime I see Pinocchio that's not Disney's Pinocchio, it looks a fucking fake Pinocchio. Like, Pinocchio, mm. I, I interpret Pinocchio so much being a character almost, like, created by Disney... That every time I ever see, like, any other kind of Pinocchio, I'm like, eh. Well, because everybody else looks at the original story and says, ew, no thanks. Well, that's too, so. Um, and well, also, Disney made the story more palatable, because it's, it's like, what story? Well, I was going to say, well, who wants to watch a story about a character being an asshole? But it sounds like, <laughs> you're talking about South Park. It sounds like Pinocchio, the original story, was was just Cartman, but made out of wood. Which would actually be pretty fun, fucking fantastic. Um... Yeah, the funny thing is, yeah, these days, where you've got all kinds of stories that are based on characters being assholes, everything from Breaking Bad to Rick and Morty, you could probably do an actual pretty faithful retelling of the original Pinocchio story, and uh, not only would it be entertaining, it'd probably be pretty fucking hilarious, but... Um, is it, is, uh, is, is it Pinocchio and Shrek more like an asshole, and he's just yelling at everybody and stuff? Probably. Yeah, he right. lies a lot more. I don't know. Do you remember Pinocchio from Sesame Street? Yeah. That was horrifying. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I've seen that sketch a couple times. So in recent, <laughs> I, I, got, I mean, I got a two-year-old. Yeah, I was looking up Pinocchio stuff on YouTube, and that 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 that, that, that popped up, and I was like, "Oh my god, I have! I have not thought about that since I was like six. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, yeah." Oh god, we're talking about the Disney version. Uh, yeah. Do, do you just want to dive right in? Sure. I'm trying to think of anything else interesting that I any kind of trivia about this movie or anything. Um, but yeah, we'll just dive right into it. Why the RK fuck radio did they... pictures? What a weird choice for the second movie they did. Well, I guess originally the idea was going to be Bambi, because Disney, I guess he thought that, like, okay, well, it's dumb talking animals. That's going to be easier than just doing people again. But then I got to... We still don't know how to draw hands. <laughs> it's not like they nailed down people the first time. It's not like they can go, oh, well, we, we perfected the art of animating real people. The animals should be fine. I guess Disney was like, once they started getting into the woods, literally and figuratively, with the, uh, the, the work on Bambi, he was like, okay, they can't just be, like, Fleischer Brothers-style talking, like, little, uh, like, rubber balls and hose animals. They have to be, like, we need to make this look as natural as possible, and you realize, yeah. oh, shit, we need to, like, we need to rethink of this whole thing. It can't be comedic, it needs to be more dramatic and more, like, a tribute to nature and stuff like that, so... Mm. I guess Pinocchio, which was also in the hopper, that got bumped up, and they're like, okay, I guess we'll do Pinocchio. We already did Snow White, we already did, like, you know, a fairy tale about humans, so I guess, you know, Pinocchio, we've already... It's close enough that we can just do it again. Um, yeah. Man, and firing up this movie, it's funny that, like, I don't have fond memories of the movie as much as I had the vinyl soundtrack when I was a kid on record that I used to listen to mm. all the time, and... When I fired up this movie, I don't think I've seen this movie in, like, 30 years, too. But the opening strings of the music, like, because, you know, that's how the soundtrack started. That was, like, a real blast from the past, more than actually watching the music itself. Because it starts yeah. off with, like, about uh, Pinocchio's theme before it goes into Wish you know, when we wish Upon a Star and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, shit. And, yeah. I, <laughs> again, because I even mentioned this on the Snow White podcast that we did, where I had the soundtrack to Snow White 2. 
with, with ha growing up with the soundtrack of Pinocchio on this old vinyl album. Just this music, just to me, just sounds so haunted because I remember just listening to this music as a kid and just, yeah, something about crying. They're all dead. Oh my god! But like, fucking, when you're like six years old and you've got this like record player and you have like, you know, was it Cliff Edwards did the voice of uh, of uh, the Jiminy Cricket? Just like hearing that creaky song come out of that little record player is like i did grow up when you wish upon a star is like that was a seminal song for me as fucking mm -hmm. corny as it sounds but yeah, yeah. It's, fu it's funny how the music to me is more nostalgic than the actual film but well anyway. yeah because i mean the music's so, yeah, so associated with disney too well that's the other thing it's not, like God, it's not like when you wish upon a star was done in this movie and then they abandoned it forever God. i wonder how that eventually became i wonder if it was just such a big hit out of this movie that like or i wonder if at some point like for marketing purposes when they were first launching disneyland they decided to reclaim because let's like like when they were like what's the next movie after this fantasia were they like yeah did they like i don't know it's were they marketing like i just wonder when did the disney brand become so associated with that song like, I wonder if that was a conscious effort, or if people just loved it so much from this one movie, like, immediately and forever, it just became associated, but... Anyway, it's a bunch of wooden shit and names and stuff, and... Yeah. Yeah. And and they, they sing the song of When You Wish Upon a Star, blah blah blah, and Jiminy Cricket says, You fuckers don't believe that, do you? Well, let me tell you a story that'll change your mind. He rolled into town. The town was dead, aside from one light in the window of a woodcarver named Geppetto. It was almost 9 p.m., so everybody was just fast asleep <laughs> in this town. I did notice that. It's all like back at the start of Back to the Future when you're trying to, like, what time is it supposed to be on all these clocks? <laughs> um, it is, and I cannot, I'm watching it, this on Disney+, Plus, and I can't actually get it to... To, to, to play, so that'll, that'll be interesting. Good. Anyway, but man, fucking, they do go crazy with uh, the multiplane camera shots establishing, uh, you know, in the town and stuff like that. That looks really gorgeous. Um, mm -hmm. And they do a crazy shot. They all edit it in a way that almost looks like it's one continuous shot of uh, the first shot of the film. I can't watch it now, but, like, it's it's the star, right? Wishing, when you wish upon a star, and it pans down over, like, the rooftops of the town, and you kind of come down to, like, Jiminy Cricket's level, and there is a cut but it's subconscious enough, it almost feels like one shot. Oh no, it actually, it starts off with the Jiminy Cricket singing in front of the book, and the camera pushes into the book, mm. and then sweeps through the town, and then you see from Jiminy Cricket's angle that he's like hopping towards Geppetto's place, which is technically, that's a really crazy first two opening shots of this movie. It's like really nicely done. They must have spent like, like an eighth of the budget just on that opening alone, even though... Like, if you're not really paying attention to it, it doesn't seem like it's that crazy, but for, like, 1940s technology, it's fucking nuts. But anyway, you're inside Geppetto's house. You're inside Geppetto's house. Jimmy Crick is gonna warm his ragged ass on the fire. <laughs> what There's... is this? Like, when does this take place? Because it is all kind of, like, medieval German... It's kind of funny, because the original story is Italian, but this is obviously, like, Germanic shit. But, like, Jim... I love that Jimmy Cricket's, like, a 1930s hobo. Mm -hmm. He's all like, yeah, he's he's dressed like one of the Marx Brothers, and it's mm -hmm. funny because they call him a cricket, and he's this looks nothing like a cricket. Well, I guess that's one of the original versions in the original version of the, the story, where they when they were animating it, Jiminy Cricket looked more like an actual bug, and like Disney was like, he looks nasty, make him just look like <laughs> a person with a weird nose, and everyone was Ooh, like, he nasty. And everyone was like, that doesn't look like a cricket at all, and he's like, well, if we tell him he's a cricket, everyone will just assume that he's a cricket. Whatever, do we not? We're not worried about like being anatomically correct just make him appealing and we'll just yeah we'll just give him slightly green skin and we'll call him a bug who gives a shit so mm -hmm. there's toys everywhere 
And one of them fancy puppets is a, a nightmare marionette, just with his cold dead eyes staring forward. Yeah, they do a good job of making it. You know what? There's a funny, there's a funny kind of like self commentary here, because I know one of the biggest things I always worry about in animation is characters standing still or their eyes being open for too long, or otherwise they look dead. But it's funny mm -hmm. that they're taking advantage of this with. Um, Pinocchio, which for this being the main character of the studio's second feature film, the fact that they're playing around so much with, like, we're gonna have this character who, this whole story hangs on whether or not you believe in this character being quote-unquote alive. I know he's not, te not technically alive until the end of the story. But the fact that they first present him as this dead-eyed, staring, creepy doll that you you are later asked then to sympathize with, that's actually kind of ballsy for 1940, for the kind of technology and the animation stuff they, they were dealing with. But, and also, yeah. of course, there's a whole meta-commentary with Geppetto. He's bringing this inanimate matter to life and pretending, which, is, you know, of course, you could... That's synonymous with Dizzy and his animators bringing, like, just this ink and paint to life and the illusion of life and blah, blah, blah. So, shut up, Bill. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. So the old man comes down, puts the finishing face touch on Jimmy, and wait, I just mumble my mouth that, put the finishing touches on his face. Welcome and, to the uh, tired of the party, here with that expert commentary you're used to. As Jiminy has funny ha-has with other carvings, you gotta goof oh, around Oh yeah, cause them. there's clocks and shit, and like, he's yeah. all like, he's gonna touch like one of their butts and stuff. Yeah, yeah and Geppetto is like, his name's Pinocchio, and everybody's like, ugh, yeah, and he's like, fuck you is... guys, I like it, let's dance. This is, you know what, this episode has, has made me realize I have no idea how to spell Pinocchio. I keep on wanting to spell it with every time I try, even typing it from the, to make the to the GarageBand file. It's, it's like P A P I N O C O C H I N N O. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. Like anyway. Geppetto Jalapenes? No. <laughs> Strobe. I like the Italian guy. They're just like, what's the name of Italian food? Is it two on the nose? When we call them spaghetti? No, stromboli. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, watch this lifeless wooden boy flop around. Geppetto's not the best puppeteer. Cool it's, animation, though. I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's enough that I, I'm assuming. I know, of course, all these features they did the live action footage reference stuff. But I wonder this totally like even the way Geppetto. Okay, this will be my last rant I go on to. Geppetto mm. as an underrated. The appearance of Geppetto in this film is an underrated moment because one of the big problems with Snow White was that all the people there there was the difference between the dwarves, which were kind of like your stereotypical cartoon characters. And Snow White and the Prince were just rotoscoped humans. I appreciate that in in in, in Pinocchio, that the dad, uh, the dad Geppetto, they could have easily he could have just been uh, a rotoscoped human. But I love the fact that like they actually made Geppetto. Geppetto is like an actual Disney character. He's a human and he's an adult, but he's he's designed and moves in such a way that he feels of the same universe as all the other characters. They kind of mm -hmm. fucked this up with the uh, Blue Fairy, where she's obviously rotoscope, but at least she's only in the movie for literally, like, 30 seconds, so it's not as big of a problem as Snow White was with, in contrast to the dwarves and the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. But mm -hmm. you see the evolution of Disney, like, Disney developing their house style, and I think after this, th 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 that's one of the things I think makes this movie feel... Uh, even more modern than Snow White is that the fact that the characters, at least all, aside from the Blue Fairy, all seem to exist in the same universe in terms of character and, and uh, design and movement and stuff like that. Shut up, Bill. Continue. No, you're fine. No. That's the last yeah. aesthetic thing I wanted to get out of mm. the, the, the film in general. 
Hey, why'd that old man make his wooden toy kick his cat in the asshole? <laughs> you don't understand, but he's such a kind-hearted person. God is going to come down and bring his puppet to life to reward him for being so nice. <laughs> despite the fact that he's a hateful motherfucker who hates his cat, yeah. Oh, don't come to don't don't come to Pinocchio if you're expecting any kind of <laughs> realistic or sensical character motivations. Hey, Geppetto, what kind of accent is that supposed to be? Um, he wait, really? Yeah, because the dude was this. Okay, this is the other behind the scenes. The dude was German. Well, he's from Austria. I had to look this dude up because one of the little making of things was I heard about was. Uh, the German guy they hired to do both do the voice and do the live-action reference footage for the movie. Uh, he was an old dude from Austria. He looked just like Geppetto. They had just made, essentially, the character design is the character of him. Hmm. Supposedly, he drove the cast and crew nuts because they, they had him on hand filming a whole bunch of live-action reference footage. That he would, every time he wasn't, like, actually reciting his lines, he would not shut the fuck up about how great Adolf Hitler was. <laughs> oh no! Because they were making this. It was like 1938, 1939. World War One was just getting started in Europe, and he would not shut the fuck up about how what a great boon humanity Adolf Hitler was. <laughs> and so I guess when they were filming, it was one of the last things they filmed uh, for live action reference. Is they had a mock up of the the the, the ship that Geppetto and his pets are on inside Monster's belly later, mm -hmm. and they were rocking it back and forth, and so I guess the animators asked, asked the stagehands to rock it extra hard to fuck him up <laughs> as revenge for him just not shutting fuck up about how good <laughs> the Nazis were. So anyway. So that's, oh, I, I nice guess he comes hear. by that German accent, honestly. It's just, well, I, I wonder if they, because he's German, and obviously this is everything in this world is designed to be Germanic. Because it's supposed to be an Italian story, though, I wonder if they may have asked him to try to, like, Italian up his German accent a little bit mm. to mix it, because, yeah. But he does sound, like, cartoon stereotypical, like, It's a me! I may Oh, no, it doesn't sound quite like that. No, but he doesn't, like... He's, yeah. He's, I couldn't place the accent. I didn't know he was German. Yeah, yeah. Uh, technically, it's Austrian, so maybe Austrian. Or Austrian. German, because he's not going... Achtung, die Meister, but... Thoughts and prayers to all the animators who died... Drawing all these clocks going off. Oh, my God. There's so much pens. Man, whoever was in charge of the water at the end of this movie, the monster shit, they probably had to. Ki they probably killed three animators just getting that shit done. There's a lot yeah. of pencil mileage in this movie. And just the fucking clock shit! Yeah! And hopefully, they, it seems like some of them must have had real-life clocks because the perspective and stuff on the clocks. Like, the moving parts is good enough. I'm like, okay, they must have been tracing over some live-action reference footage there. Which we'll get to later. There's a hilarious, really paying attention, where they just Xeroxed some shit. They did some oh, fucking yeah. oh, 101 yeah. Dalmatian shit later on in the movie, but... Yeah, mm -hmm. but yeah, the clocks and design... Man, this, the design of this movie is gorgeous. It's perfect. When I think of Disney fairy tale stuff, this is it. This is like... I love all the wood-hewn Germanic puppets and the furniture. Yeah. yeah. It I, looks like no, he's I like an Animal Crossing. I mentioned it on the Snow White podcast, but this is part of the, like, quote-unquote magic that some of the more recent Disney films have where, like, Jiminy Crickets run around the ground and even the bottom of the, like, legs of the tables have faces carved in them. They don't Oh, at the so Disney much... parks? No, 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 in, in this movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, don't yeah, yeah, spend yeah. the time in current movies, like, making, like, hey, give everything a face. Make yeah, sure that's... everything is super intricate and... and Super detailed. There is like one specific. There was one artist. He only worked on this in Snow White, and a lot of people. I forgot the five fucking guy's name. I should have written it down because uh, it sounds fascinating. I was just reading about him last night when I was just falling uh, falling asleep. Um, he was the he was a guy from like Switzerland 
who was the art director for both this and Snow White, and he grew up with all these fairy tales living, like, specifically, he said he was the guy who designed the town that they live in, which was, like, I forget the fucking name of it, but someplace in, in Germany, and it was... And it's, like, Rubenhoff of Obdorfdorf or something like that, and, but he was the one who, like, okay, all the buildings need to look like that, everything needs a face. Pretty much what you're talking about, the Disney magic, that's the guy who, he's, he's the guy who transposed all that shit from Europe into the Disney films and kind of created this, mm. like, fairy tale version of Europe that we now know from Disney movies and... It's so synonymous with like the Disney. Yeah, this is this is even more than Snow White itself. This is the movie that really solidifies that Disney aesthetic of the Disney fairy tale look. And yeah, yeah well, it it's, it's really like they... gorgeous. And apparently, at some point, they moved away from that and got obsessed with like British stuff eventually. Yeah, well, I, so suppose that got one guy. He only worked on this and uh, Snow White. And I think if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, the reason he left was a either a because he got he didn't get any receive any screen credit for this or Snow White, or b he was fucking the nieces of one of the animators. He got chased nice. out of the studio. If I if that's the same guy I'm thinking of, which that's a great excuse to. Some, I fucking love Hollywood. All these <laughs> sordid seedy uh, stories, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, hey Geppetto, what pervert commissioned the clock of the mother spanking the naked ass of her child and the child <laughs> yeah. crying out? That's what a great clock. Oh, is that something you wanted to make? Also, this is a good question. If, like, how does he make money? Because if he's, uh, are these, like, sample clocks he makes for himself? Because you would presume he makes all of his money being commissioned by other people to make their clocks. So, you'd think the clocks wouldn't be here. Like, these must be the rejects, or maybe that is well, his own he's... kink. He's, he's, a toy, he's a toy maker, and apparently there's a fucking 50,000 children in this village. <laughs> That's a good point, This too, one yeah. village. This one tiny, whatever-the-fuck, Italian-German village, yeah. So every cuckoo clock chimes nine, goes off, and this dumb asshole says, I wonder what time it is. <laughs> and pulls out his pocket late. watch. Yeah. <laughs> which apparently tells him it's beer o'clock. Which, that's cute, yeah. Um, so, uh, I was, hmm? oh, I fired up, I had the Blu-ray of this. I watched this on Disney Plus when I fired up the Blu-ray to listen to the commentary and watch the making of features. I forgot mm -hmm. that on the Blu-ray, which is only like a decade old, like they have this lengthy non-smoking thing before the mm -hmm. film starts about like kids don't smoke because you'll end up being turned into a donkey or something shit like that or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, but yeah, no, it's again, classic old Disney shit where people smoking and drinking beer and shit, or even just allusions to alcohol is, is such a mm -hmm. weird thing to see these days, but yeah. So it's time for him to go to sleep after he ticks, tickles his fish's underside. And Geppetto's like, getting to bed, he's like, look at that motherfucker sitting up there with his dead eyes. It's like he's <laughs> almost real. What's and then wrong he's with like, Geppetto? Hey, is this like the first know, son he's trying to build? Like, what happened? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, 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 cat, I forgot to close the window. Get out of your tiny little bed I made for you and close the window. Yeah. Because I could sit up and reach two inches, but yeah. Uh, I didn't I'm realize old. this is just their long roundabout way of, like, he, he ends up praying at the window. I was like, what is going mm -hmm. on? Like, where are they going with this story? It shows how long uh, it's been since I've seen this. But, yeah. 
Yeah, so his cat opens the window, which lets him see the wishing star, and once again, that old man wishes for a real meat sack human boy. So you've been doing this, like, yeah, I, I just wonder, I, it's a fairy tale, it's not, you're not supposed to wonder about this stuff, but like, again, because we live in the YouTube era, it's hard not to, like, overanalyze this shit and wonder, like, has he been doing this, like, every night? Like, does he just, like, build a new puppet puppet boy every day and wish that, like, the, the stars will make him real and wakes up the next morning and just burns the puppet as firewood and tries again the next night or what? <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe this is the first boy he's made. It's been daughters all up to now. <laughs> That's, yeah, this, this is the trick. Yeah. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket can't fall asleep because all the clocks are ticking. That is Gepet great, Geppetto's yeah. snoring. <laughs> funny, funny. What? kind of takes the piss out of itself a little bit like this idyllic little like yeah you did little old man he's sleeping with his cat and fish and like yeah uh, he's just fucking this place is a fucking noisy and hey and, and it's funny too because this movie jimmy cricket could have easily been the worst character in the movie because he's the more he's the moral center of the movie he's the one that's constantly yelling at Pinocchio about what what's right and what's wrong, and having a character like that could have been just a total wet blanket, but instead they just paint. It's not that like Jiminy Cricket is like a moralizing. He's not like a preacher yelling at everyone for dr drinking and smoking. He's just the voice of like common sense, and yeah. he's he's kind of like the the modern self insert character for the audience in this. So it's kind of funny to see him like he's in this nice. He's found a nice little soft warm spot to sleep inside this nice, nice little soft warm little wooden cabin with this little old man. And when he falls asleep, everything's still making noise and it just drives him crazy. And I do like the fact that they're kind of poking fun at this little idyllic setting a little bit, but yeah. So he screams quiet and everybody shuts up. So, uh, no time for sleeping though, cause Blue Fairy has heard the old man's witch for a meat boy and has shown up to grant some wishes. The star, does. The star literally comes down, flies over town, and the, again, with the, just the, the pencil, uh, the, the pencil mileage and the special effects in this movie, uh, technically, I guess it's not pencil mileage, but the fact that like, in order to do a lot of these transition shots of like the blue fairy coming down through the room and moving through the room, they had to repaint the same rooms again with the light coming from different angles and like cross dissolve mm. and do a lot of crazy subtle special effects there. But all that hard work is undone when the blue fairy appears, and it is, yeah, it's just a rotoscoped lady, which is a little... <laughs> uh, it's not the end of the world, but it just, again, so it's she's... It's better than they've done in the past. Well, and the fact that she's a goddess kind of excuses the fact that she looks like she's not of the world, because like she's literally otherworldly, but it's still yeah. a little bit of a bummer, but yeah. And she does make that wish come true and wakes that wooden boy up. Well, she's translucent too, which that must have yep. also been a bitch and I have to do. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. He's not a real meat boy yet. He gotta learn right from wrong. How will he know? Well, a cricket will tell <laughs> him. Well, talk about a random super gluing of elements, whatever she could find in the room. If Jimmy Cricket hadn't been there, would she have just like, uh, this, um. This she's like, this empty Coke can I just found, I'm gonna bring that to life too, and uh, this Coke can will be your conscience, I guess. I don't know. I'm just playing this by ear. I'm a goddess. I don't have to think about this any harder than I have to. She looks yeah. at her watch and is like, it's late. I gotta get home. <laughs> whatever. I... You could be as conscious, sure, whatever. What? It'd be great if she brought him to life, and the, and the fucking Pinocchio is immediately talking about with the, the forces of darkness and light and goodwill, and how do I know good from bad, and suddenly the, the Blue Fairy realizes she hasn't thought any of this through, and just, like, taps him again, turns back dead, and just leaves, and is like, I <laughs> I didn't think about the rain. I, I should have not intervened. I'm going back home. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she touches her wand to 
to Jiminy, and he gets a fancy new outfit, brand new, very spanky, and he's like, no badge, though, and she's like, motherfucker, come on. <laughs> come on, I what just, you th- I just redid I'm... your underwear, come on, man, yeah. <laughs> your shoes were literally falling apart, and you want to, oh, no badge, huh? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, in the commentary, they were talking about how Jiminy Cricket was kind of emblematic of the fact this is just the Depression coming to an end, too, so this is like, he was kind of an icon of the Depression era stuff, so. Mm. I mean, he's obviously just a hobo, but they were just yeah. talking about the emotional subtext for audiences in 1940. Anyway. So she's like, I got a bottle of Pinot at home, so I got a jet. I um, got no bout, yeah. I should say something profound here, give you some guidance to head you on your way. I always let your conscience be your guide. Well, I don't know. I'm off the clock now. Whatever. No more questions. Yeah. And Peace out, losers. And she vanishes. Yeah, she brings an inanimate object to life and says, you know what? If you don't fuck up too much, maybe I'll turn you into dying meat someday. <laughs> like, what a weird pet project this is for her. Does she do this? <laughs> All the time, like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, and it's only Pinocchio asked to be alive. It's so like he's alive only through the will of someone else. It's like, uh, Mm. (laughs) he's like, I really want a dick. Come on, (laughs) is that the one real bonus? That's the only benefit. God, I guess there's no benefits. Can you imagine the first first time Pinocchio takes a shit? (laughs) You did, you you ever see Star Trek The Next Generation? Yeah. One of my favorite episodes was when the god character Q becomes human, and uh, he, st- he starts falling asleep and he's terrified because the fact that like he just suddenly realizes that people can just shut down and they need sleep. And I've always thought about, like, oh my god, wait until he has, he has to take a shit, and he has to figure mm-hmm. out this dark brown fudge coming out of his butthole. <laughs> like, that would be just as terrorizing as anything else, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's one of the weird things, because they made Pinocchio, they redesigned him to essentially just be a boy, but, but with joints, and the fact that his personality is so much... It, there's it's it, He might as well just be alive now. I mean, he is alive. He's conscious. I guess he's not alive, but he's conscious. But, like, it does make... Like, he's as alive as he needs to be. Like, at this mm-hmm. point, becoming more real after this is just... It's all... Aside from getting a penis. <laughs> Maybe at the And most. a butthole. And a butthole. Uh, although that, I mean, if you never have to eat, well, that's, would it be worth never having to eat again? Would it be worth never having to poop or piss again if it meant you couldn't eat? No, I love okay. eating. That's what I'm saying. Food, that's like, food's so good. Yeah. Does he ever eat at any point in this film? No, no, he's no. smoking. Well, I don't know. He's drinking. He does have a beer. I don't think we see him drinking. He's smoking. Yeah. Well, that's one of the weird things, too, because, again, you can get all YouTube you about this movie, because, like, whether or not he needs to breathe or not is kind of, a, like, it kind of changes from scene to scene in this movie, whether or not yeah. he eats or not. Like, yeah, it's... it's but, yeah. It's, but that's neither here or there. It's a fairy tale. Yeah. I'm supposed to be thinking about it. No. So Jimmy and anyway. the wooden boy have a heart-to-heart. He's already bad at his job explaining things really poorly. <laughs> really? Seriously? Pinoc- Pinocchio's like, okay, I'm I'm just going to be a good boy. And so now Jimmy says, if you ever need me, just whistle. And then he sings a song about the whistling. Give it a little whistle. Oh, or no. if, you're wi- if your whistle's a little weak, just yell, Jiminy Cricket. How about you just do that from the start? Just yeah. yell, Jiminy Cricket. Or just, just live in his pocket until he becomes human. Yeah. Jimmy yeah, just uh, Jiminy, just stick with Pinocchio. You are so bad at this. Uh, so the song ends with that puppet tripping over a bunch of shit and waking everybody up. Jiminy Cricket hides. And, and, uh, this is out of his pay grade. That sounds like a line he would use in the movie too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Geppetto gets out his gun to fucking murder whoever came in his house. 
And uh, Pinocchio's like, here I am! And then the, the cat just blasts straight up Geppetto's long pajama shirt and just rockets into his nutsack. He shoots his gun, and so long Pinocchio's head gets clean blasted <laughs> off. I mean, technically it's not lived. murder if he was never really truly alive to begin with, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, I guess maybe has Geppetto accidentally brought a couple puppets to life and accidentally murdered them, and he's never really caught on to what's <laughs> been going on. He also has short-term memory damage, so yeah. yeah uh... So Geppetto thinks he's dreaming. Uh, well, with that talking puppet and shit, but after dumping water on himself, he sees he isn't. So it's time to dance, and for the animators to draw some more cockwork shit, clockwork, not cockwork, clockwork shit. <laughs> Pinocchio doesn't care though. He's too busy finding cool fire, so he lights his finger on fire. Geppetto freaks out, puts his oh out man, in the there's a bowl. nice moment there. Speaking of cockwork, there's um actually this is kind of nice. There's a brief moment where um Geppetto's mm-hmm. playing the concertina while they're dancing, and he walks and mm-hmm. he dances in front of the fire, and suddenly you see his silhouette, like his body silhouetted through his nightshirt as he's dancing, mm-hmm. which is really nice and. Thank God it's yeah presented in a way that you can it's totally see low swinging plums. Seriously, oh man, um, but that's actually kind of a nice thing. I mean, man, again, just Disney animators losing their fucking minds with this shit. But yeah, mm-hmm. just uh, saying it's, they sing and dance in a way that just becomes like part of every goddamn Disney Pinocchio trailer for the next century. Yeah, maybe. Geppetto puts uh, his fiery finger out in the fishbowl. Now it's he time to go to sleep. He burns for a while, too. I'm surprised yeah. he has much of a finger left after this. It would have been kind of nice if they had left Pinocchio's finger blackened for the rest of the movie, just as a reminder mm. that he's dead, he's made of wood, but, like, nah, yeah. that's, that's not the movie. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good thing Geppetto had some pajamas for a little boy laying around. Although, to be fair, though, if he is a puppet maker, he probably is his own seamstress and probably has multiple changes of... Mm. Assuming he's made other marionettes of this size. I don't, we, do we see any other marionettes in No, there? that's or kind of the just, weird thing, because you mm. think, like, he's a clockmaker. Well, that's the weird thing. He seems to be more of a specifically a clockmaker and not, like, a toy maker or a puppet maker. And I guess maybe it's Pinocchio's maybe his first stab at making a puppet, I guess? Yeah, maybe. But again, you know, again not, that's not the funny uh, story. But like, yeah. yeah. I think just it would let be me make creepier... My I wonder if they may have thought about making him a toy maker or a puppet maker, but it would have been it would have raised more questions if Geppetto had a whole bunch of other puppets laying around and why Pinocchio would be special. Like it would it would actually raise kind of questions like we're talking about if it did seem like he like would would has he been wishing for all these puppets to come to life and if so why only has the blue fairy done this with Pinocchio now? Or the, like I'm sh- that I'm sure that's the reason why Pinocchio is the first one we see yeah. because it's yeah it's a little too confusing. It's not as clean um, if he's just the first and only puppet Geppetto's made. Anyway, shut up, Bill. So Geppetto tells Pinocchio he's gotta get some sleep because he's gonna go to school tomorrow. Because the first thing you want to do with your magic wooden boy is send him to school. It's just the natural order of things. Don't keep him at home and yeah, teach him. Yeah, Send him to school. That's what the story needs to work because it's fairy tale, but you think you'd spend like a day or two just like getting the <laughs> with the kid. It's not like the police are gonna knock down your door about like having an unlicensed living puppet who's not at school. <laughs> like he could afford uh-huh. to take some time to like teach him about like the world before you send him off to socialize by himself mm-hmm. with the rest of the village, but you know. But that's so, that's that's the next morning though. I'm jumping ahead a little. So bit. the next morning, Walt Disney threw his cock down on the table and said, "Look at this multi-plane camera tracking shot! Holy shit!" Yeah, and it's funny too because like it, it it pans to the city and then lands on uh, Geppetto's cottage, which is like this corner cottage, which is really not. I love the corner door and everything like that. Have they ever replicated this in any of the Disney parks? 
like this, like oh, like don't. Pinocchio's. Man, <laughs> I don't remember, man. <laughs> Last year, uh, I may have mentioned this on the podcast before, but I did find a couple candles from a company that specializes in making candles mm. uh, that's supposed to re- re- recreate scents from the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. And one of the candles I got is Pinocchio's Village, which I'm assuming Pinocchio's Village is not an actual park attraction, but they just want to make sense based on different parts. It's a of section Disney of the lore. park. And it smells weird. It doesn't smell like... Shocking. It's, it smells like off weird plants and like stuff, but like I was, I lit that while watching this movie yesterday just for what the fuck, why not? And <laughs> sure, you bought them. Yeah, so but no, that's not here. But anyway, it's daytime. Uh, fucking Geppetto's all like, hey, here's your vest, Pinocchio. Man, I'm watching mm-hmm. this now, man. Pinocchio's got so many little design. He's almost like an over-designed character because Geppetto's trying to put his little... He's got this little black vest with, like, gold piping, and he's got these little yeah. pants with, like, little things on the side, and he's got feather in his cap, and, like, just mm-hmm. even drawing and painting Pinocchio in every frame of this movie must have been a bitch, and then that's even before he develops donkey years with a tail and all this extra shit. Jesus Christ. Anyway. So Geppetto just gives this wooden child an apple and sends him on his way. That's it. <laughs> okay. Geppetto, kind of making a case for the fact of why he should not have a child with the very first thing he does with his child, Leo. This is actually the twelfth one he's gone through. That's what. That's the joke. I think he's like, like the neighbors are tired of this shit. We're like, oh my uh, god. Geppetto got another freaking kid again. Geppetto oh my god. Bitch to the heavens enough that they brought in. It's like it's it's like a neighbor who can't stop hoarding every goddamn cat they find in the neighborhood, and like yeah. they mistreat. Like yeah, he's he's it's instead of a crazy old cat lady, he's a crazy old puppet man. And he's mm-hmm. constantly sending these living dolls back out into the world that the rest of the city has to fucking deal with. Yeah. Yeah. God. Also in this town, there's a fox and a cat just walking around in ratty-ass outfits, smoking. Yeah, and they're evil, and that's how I guess you know they're the evil, because they're smoking, aside from mm-hmm. the fact they're both drawn super sly. Which, again, getting all youtube about this shit, it's funny that, like, you've got this cat that is mute in the movie, but it was originally supposed to be a voiced character. And it was specifically his lines were read by Mel Blanc. It would have mm. been the one role that Mel Blanc would have had with the Disney company, and they cut out all the lines except for one like hiccup when he's drinking later. Mm. And also does bring up questions because this is a what should be a walking, talking cat, but we've already seen Geppetto as a pet kitten. So what's the status of cats in this world? What the fuck? Oh and also, gosh. also, you do have a fox character who goes around making money selling human boys to to the devil human person <laughs> so like i guess uh, talking animals are a thing in this world. i guess anyway. so they see those two see a poster for the great stromboli's marionette show <laughs> i saw your tweet uh, about this today yeah <laughs> the poster stromboli's looking scary as hell <laughs> on it a can-can dancer's throwing her booty at a soldier and the soldier's it's... saying no thank you to that booty man these old ladies who get so upset about like Disney, like today's Disney, not being as 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 pure of heart as the old Disney stuff. That's some pretty lascivious shit on that poster. Especially we see like the yeah. stripper uh, puppets later in the film. They're like booting their ass out and everything like that. And yeah, the drawing of Strompoli is on that poster is great because you can tell <laughs> the same people doing the, <laughs> the same people doing the background paintings are not the same people drawing the characters <laughs> when they're animated. So yeah, yeah. it looks a little gnarly. So the talking fox is amazed by the little wooden boy dancing past them. And the walking talking fox thinks they could sell that no strings having fooled a strong bully and that'll be an easy and then they'll be on Easy Street or his name isn't Honest John. 
Um, I See, do that's like his name because he's actually not honest. He's a liar and a trickster, but we, he'd like for you to think that he is. See what they did with the is, Honest? Yeah, I get And it is funny screenwriting that they just randomly, like, as soon as Honest John and his cat buddy are introduced, like, they just randomly see a poster from Stromboli so we can go off at length about how he used to be buddies with Stromboli and the work in the past. And then mm -hmm. they just happen to run into a puppet so they can explain, mm -hmm. oh, I'll sell the puppet to Stromboli. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, not the, it's, it's not the most elegant screenwriting but it's a Disney movie, 1940. What the fuck? Do you expect? So. so, honest, John trips. Pinocchio tells him schools for losers. Theaters <laughs> Which where is it's true. at. True. Well, I don't know about <laughs> theaters where it's at, but schools bullshit. Yeah, back then they were like, all right, girls on this side of the room, boys on this side of the room. Boys will be learning how to read today. Girls, we will be sitting quietly and looking at the wall. Stare at the corner, cause <laughs> you're just waiting to get old enough to get pregnant. That's all we're waiting for you guys to do. Yeah. Mm. Um, do we even, do they never actually, like, yeah, uh, he never even, do we even either see any other human kids until the Pleasure it's, Island part Yeah, stuff? some running around at that push into Pinocchio's house. Oh, okay, because, yeah, it's not. And like, running off to school and stuff. Okay, but yeah, so I guess Pinocchio does get distracted immediately. And then they sing High Fiddle Dee Dee, or whatever the fuck the mm -hmm. song is. And it cuts into this fucked up, like, three-quarter top-down multiplane camera view. Of Honest yeah. John, Pinocchio, and and Mel Blanc, mute cat guy, just walking through the streets, and mm -hmm. it's just, I do not envy the animators who who had to uh, draw those characters. For, like, it's a lengthy, it's like a minute long shot, and the characters like they're singing and dancing, but they're drawn from this weird perspective. They're also kind of drawn kind of small, and so the details get a little iffy and stuff like that. But it's it's again just really, technically just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monkey. So. Pants. They say, let's go be actors. Pinocchio's like, the vibes you guys are giving off are definitely trustworthy. Yeah. Let's go. And Jimmy Crook is not doing his job. He's late. He's he slept in. Yeah. You got one fucking job, asshole. He did. F he literally does have one job and he fucked. Really, the whole movie <laughs> kicks off because he overslept. If he hadn't, mm -hmm. if he had stayed up with Pinocchio from the start, Pinocchio would have probably been to school faster, would have never bumped into Honest John. The whole movie would have never happened, but yeah. Well, Pinocchio's just dancing through... He doesn't know where the fuck the school is. He's just fucking going willy-nilly through the streets. It is kind of funny that Geppetto just kind of pushed him out the front door and said, School, go, now. <laughs> and that's it. Like, I'm not going to tell you where... You think Geppetto would walk with him to the school or you something? You think? <laughs> so... Uh, they sing and dance past Jiminy Cricket, who chases them down, gets on top of John's hat, the cat uses a hammer to smash that fool's head. Oh, which I wonder Jim is trippy, because supposedly Jiminy Cricket gets crushed by a mallet Pinocchio throws at him in the original book. I wonder if that's supposed to yeah. be. Probably not, that's just a Probably cartoon not. goof, but yeah. like, it's funny that like, it is a little... Oh, but like a little tribute. But. No, but Jiminy calls uh, Pinocchio over, as John tries to get out of his hat, it's a laugh riot, and he t Jiminy tells him, hey... Tell them sorry, but you gotta go to school, or just, just bail and go to school. You don't have to say sorry to them. They're obviously fucking con artists. Yeah. I guess these are but, the first people that Pinocchio's met outside of the home, Geppetto's yeah. house, so he doesn't know, yeah. Um, but Pinocchio's like, sure, 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 sure. Peace out, nerd. I'm gonna go be famous. And Jim, Jiminy's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do something. I'll I should tell Geppetto, but then decides, nah, that'd be snitchy. I'll go after them myself. Well, who cares? Snitchy? What? It's a weird time to develop, like, a fucking, like, morality about, like, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of arbitrary there, man. Yeah. What a weird thing to want to be worried about being snitchy about. Mm-hmm. 
Now here, here's Trump Ellie, and remember, it's not racist if it's Italian. <laughs> I just saw somebody being, somebody was defending. Oh, it's it's it, oh, is it the Michael Flynn, Trump's lawyer, was just exonerated of some kind of whatever the shit he done, and the people online were defending him because his last name is Flynn and that's an Irish name. They're like, don't you know the, the Irish are the have never been considered white by America, and I'm like, what? Well, yeah, sure, like, America's always been racist towards Italians and Irish, specifically in terms of, like, the white sub-races or whatever, like, but, like, I don't know, just kind of thinking about, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny how even today, even the Italians, because people will just make jokes about the Mario and Luigi and, like, it's Italian, what, 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 mm -hmm. what the fuck am I talking about? I'm rambling. That's what I get for watching the movie Walt Todd uh, talk podcast, but... Yeah. So he, he's and I know he got the, the name Stromboli. I, I, <laughs> I wonder if they came this close to calling him Mr. Pizza or something like that, yeah. He used to have a uh, a puppet show with his brother Rigatoni, but they broke up. <laughs> this is his last name, Boyardee. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So here's the puppet with no strings. Pinocchio falls down right away, lands on his face. Stromboli, who's a monster, is like, Ah, pasta fajoul, you son of a bitch. Lins <laughs> almost beats him, forgetting there's a crowd watching him assault this child. That's He's like, hey, whatever. It took 40 minutes to get here. This is the part where the story actually begins. and There was like 20 mm -hmm. minutes of just action with Honest John and stuff leading up to that. Movie's a little bit padded in terms of the plot, but... Yeah. Um... So, uh, oh hey, god, Trump if you Bully. pause the movie where any scene involving Stromboli, just the individual oh, images of him are just, it looks like a racist character of what? I don't know, but like, it's not <laughs> Everything. Good. God, Everything yeah. all at once. Oh. So, hey, Stromboli, maybe don't conduct right in front of the stage. Nobody can see you through your fat, juicy ass. <laughs> Seriously, no one came here to see you. Although, considering how he puts himself over the poster, he definitely seems to think that he is part of the attraction, which makes you a terrible puppeteer if you're yeah. like, yeah, you're supposed to be invisible to the audience, both on the advertising and to, like, the live audience. You're fucking up. No wonder Stromboli was desperate for new entertainment because he couldn't even manage his own pr uh, pu puppeteering uh, Empire here correctly, but yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, he's conducting, Jiminy Cricket's watching and hates it, and, um... Oh, yeah, so this and, is... But the, then he sees, then he sees the can-can dancers, like, hold up now. <laughs> That's kind of the thing, is, uh, Jiminy Cricket is constantly, uh, fucking distracted in this movie by sex or being tired. <laughs> Which makes <laughs> yeah. him a sympathetic character. Again, he's kind of like an audience censor character. And I forgot, I'm yeah, Pinocchio singing I, I Have No Strings, which is a big I song. I got no strings. Dun, 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 it's the, pro dun, dun. the proper grammar version of it. I have no strings. I haven't caught strings, mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I do love, yeah, he's dancing with like little fucking Dutch girls. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, there's the sexy stripper. Not the stripper. The can-can dancers. Can-can dancers. I, had, yeah. I shouldn't assume. Like, I mean, they were kind of strippers before strippers. I guess. Um, they so, show off. I uh, never understand can can <laughs> underwear. Those frilly underpants. Was that supposed to be scintillating? <laughs> that always seemed it was. I mean, think like about back chicken. then. I mean, it's for just you, people, for this, yeah. people looking at those all those layers and thinking, "Oh, there's no way that smell can get through there." <laughs> God. But yeah, no. And again, this is kind of again for an early Disney movie. It's kind of lascivious a little bit here too, because like mm. yeah, they're showing you've 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 got like a uh, uh, puppet, uh, not g strings. What's it called? The, the, the Huh? What's what's the thing that garters and the tights? Garter what? belts? Yeah, garter belts and shit like that. You got like puppet. You got puppet lingerie. Let's put it that mm. way. That's that's 
That's kind of cool. But then Russian puppets come up. Hey, I'm gonna shop let you. You're better. Okay. <laughs> shop. So he finishes. There are no strings on me, and the audience is like, "Yeah, we love it. Let's hit him with coins." So they pelt <laughs> him with coins. And hey, then... let's throw heavy chunks of metal at this kid. So Jiminy Cricket's like, "Well." I guess that's that. I'm out of here. Peace out and leaves. Jesus Christ. And really, I do love you. Walks away while Pinocchio he... is being lauded by the crowd. And he's like, I guess actors don't need consciences anyway. He gets up real... so easily so many times in this movie. That's such a dig at actors, too, while he's walking away, too. But, like, that's kind of the weird thing that, like... Yeah, Jiminy Cricket, like... Then this, this, the, the, the plotting in this movie is very soft. Yeah. It's, it's not the well... Like, it's funny, because even listening to the commentary, they're kind of like, well, this is maybe not necessarily the tightest scripted Disney film. No. Even for the old classics. But It takes half an hour for, for Pinocchio to leave the house. That's what I'm saying. I can't believe it's... We're 40 minutes into this movie. We're literally halfway through the movie, and Pinocchio's just left that. that, that that's how much kind of, like, padding goes into, like, everything at Geppetto's house, all the stuff with Honest John and stuff like that. There's just a lot of... Yeah, this movie could have been less than an hour easily if they just kept it tight but you know yeah anyway stick around kids there's more to come ladies and gentlemen the master showman that's me and by special permission of the management is presenting to you the one and only pinocchio When Walt Disney gave you his first full-length feature, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs became a nation's friends. You made Dopey the star of his day, and hi-ho your favorite song. And now Walt Disney brings you his first and only full-length feature since Snow White. Which one of this grand new group of characters will be your favorite? Will it be mischievous little Pinocchio himself? Will it be Geppetto? Kindly old woodcarver? Will it be fluttery, frivolous Cleo, the goldfish? Or will it be roly-poly Figaro? Might be those wily crooks, Jay Worthington Fowlfellow, and Raggle Taggle Gideon. Or perhaps Stromboli, the gypsy-like puppet master. Will it be the villainous coachman? Will it be Lampwick? A tough little boy your folks never wanted you to play with. Or will it be Monstro the Whale, the biggest, noisiest character ever to come to the screen? Or will it be Jiminy Cricket, the only conscience with a sense of humor? Woohoo! And always let your conscience be your guide. Disney's Adventures of the Gummy Bears. So at home, Geppetto's like, where the fuck is that kid? It's not like he's a wooden boy on his first day of life, and I sent him out all alone to a school he's never been to before. I guess I'll go look for him again. I like the night before, he's like, it's getting late. It's getting to be 7.30 p.m. I need to go to sleep. And now it's like 2 a.m., and he's like, whoa, shit. Didn't I have, like, a child who came to life today? (laughs) Where he at now? Like, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like after everyone's gone to bed, he's just realizing, oh, shit, yeah. So now he decides to go out looking for Pinocchio, I guess. Um, there's a d- deliciously rendered fried fish that mm. uh, the, the the cat's... I forgot the cat's name. Cleo? No, the Cleo's... Figaro. Figaro is all... Again, this is just cartoon bullshit where he's 
he he wants to eat the fish, but then he feels obligated to go out and search Pinocchio with the with the puppet dad. No, but, no, no. The the fish gives him the the stink eye for wanting to eat it because he says, "No, don't do." And when he's leaving, he's like, oh, is "Don't that what eat anything without me here." Oh, is that why I, I was checking my Twitter while that was happening? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Speaking of eating, fucking Stromboli's Speak. like cutting up. He meat. bites a fucking onion in half. This is a monster. I, they they do a pretty good job of depicting, like, they never they never try to sell him as being a heroic character, but he is pretty gross and gregarious in this scene. But yeah, he's he's uh, just counting up all the money he's made while it's dark and stormy mm -hmm. outside. Ooh, yep. outside. And being so Italian and oh, oh pasta madura, it's it's a uh, minor miracle that this guy isn't like a fucking Jew, like where it's all like Jewy Jew, like oh he's counting his money, his ill-gotten gains or something like that. Mm, Which I guess yeah. I guess when you didn't want to be super completely racist against the Jews, yeah, like you're saying, it's just you could still be racist towards the Italians, I guess. But you know. And, and when Pinocchio says he's going to go home and see his father, Stromboli throws him in an easily breakable cage made of twigs. Yeah. And then he, sh he shakes his juicy ass at him and says, you like what you see, girl? <laughs> Doesn't he? There's and a puppet. Like, there, he's like, I'll turn you into firewood if you try to escape. And you see, like, isn't it like an axe buried in, like, a dead puppet in the corner or something yeah, like that? That's yeah. fucked up. I do like the gag before all this happens, though, where he's counting up his money. And someone's, like, put, like, a washer, like a metal slug within the money. And like, yeah. and he gives it to Pinocchio as his payment. He's like, "Oh, here's I give you a million dollars. Here, you have this yeah. worthless slug." I thought that was kind of funny, but yeah, he just uh, Stromboli just like throws a fit after putting Pinocchio in the cage and then walks out. And man, there's some nasty fucking again talking about special effects uh, uh, mileage. Stromboli leaves the carriage, and I guess he he hops in the driver's seat, and the carriage starts getting pulled away. Uh, I guess this is, I guess he has a whole caravan that's part of his... Is it all caravan? I don't know if it's the Well, it caravan. depends on the scene, because sometimes he's got, like, three cars, sometimes he's got one. That's what I'm it's... saying. But, like, the, the Pinocchio starts to cry, and he's inside the cage, and mm -hmm. the cage starts to bounce, and there's, all, there's other puppets hanging from strings from the rafters, while the camera's bouncing back and forth, and his, his, his cage is... Uh, uh, hanging and bouncing back and forth in perspective, and there's lighting and flashing and lights, and it's just like, it's one of those things you're just kind of watching, you're just taking on face value, you're like, oh yeah, but just the shit that's going on just in those couple shots. And then it even cuts to an exterior shot of uh, Stromboli's uh, ca carriage going through the middle of town, and it's all raining, and just... Um, mm -hmm. it's just fucking, those are the weather effects are just nuts. And yeah, this, they do this a couple times. I mentioned this before. Uh, they do the, I guess they didn't have Xerox then. So instead of using, instead of using a Xerox machine, like they used on well, 101 Dalmatians, th they do this with both Stromboli's carriage and the coachmaster later with the donkeys. Their carriages are obviously just like filmed models mm -hmm. that they've yeah. just kind of processed and not even drawn over but like you can tell that from the shading it's like actual black and white photographs that they've just colorized to look like an animated cell yeah which again which is funny because that's like that's exactly why they would use cgi later like one of the first big uses for cgi in, in disney movies i think the first real one was in the great mouse detective but the one i've seen personally because i've never seen the great mouse detective i'll have to do that for the podcast someday was like the ship in uh the little mermaid because like big, uh, big geometric shapes like that, complicated geometric shapes are very hard to draw in animation from like all kind of moving and all kinds of crazy perspectives. 
and having like a jostling carriage, drawing that by hand and animating the uh, by that by hand in a way that looks realistic without being distracting is difficult. So I thought it was very fascinating that even with Disney's second feature, they're finding really creative ways around technical challenges like that, which later would be solved by computers. But yeah, kudos to these guys. Yeah. So, um, Pinocchio gets all sad and leaks from his eyes, just big old goopy, goopy tears. Which again, so he—he's not alive, but he can cry. Like he, like mm-hmm. he can—he can emit saltwater tears, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Which would suspect that he can. He, I guess he would. So can he poop? Can he make saliva? Like what's going I on? Don't yeah. Know. Anyway, caravan travels right. Judge Pedo's out looking for a stupid puppet, and. uh... Did they At pass? Point, oh yeah, they do pass right yeah, by him. Oh, I, I yeah. didn't un- parse that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and uh, right, uh-huh, right Geppetto, before they leave, suck. right, right, right before they leave, Pinocchio calls out for Jiminy Cricket, but and he's outside in the rain, but watching the caravan go, and he says, "Ah, it'd be nice if I wish that idiot good luck, I guess." But oh no, he's in a cage. Uh, he tries to pick the lock, and it don't work. He, look, he tells Pinocchio, "Well, it looks pretty hopeless." Cool, good, cool. Thanks, Conscience. You're a good guy, man. Good, yeah, you're mm-hmm. doing a lot of work here. Considering, again, so, Pinocchio wouldn't be in the situation of been doing his job correctly in the first place. But Yeah. So the Blue Fairy comes rolling and is like, I left you assholes alone for one day. She's what? Like, it's been fuck, less than 24 man. hours. What the fuck happened? Oh, I he's, don't have enough wine to deal with this. And she's, she's like, Pinocchio. Sauced, yeah. Pinocchio, uh, why didn't you go to school? And he says, uh, I met a big monster with with green eyes. Put me in a sack and put Jimmy in a sack. And every time he lies, his nose gets longer and longer. And it, it gets the magic ability to grow eggs and birds. This is, I, because, like, unless you've seen the movie recently, you think this is more of a plot point in the movie or a thing that happens throughout the film. It's just this yeah. one scene. That he mm-hmm. randomly feels obligated to lie to the blue fairy, and then his, yeah, fucking nose just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, and I did, like, again, as a kid, I just thought it was his nose grows bigger. I forgot that, like, he, like, yeah, <laughs> he magically produces baby birds living in his nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So she's like, your nose is a metaphor, and remember, <laughs> a boy who won't be good may as well just be wood. I'll help you this once, but... Nah, it's never again. Now, get the fuck out of here. So, she frees them, and they leave the oddly animated caravan and get the fuck away that's, from that raging yeah, stereotype. Yeah, when they're leaving the caravan, that's the one shot where it's really apparent. It's just like, yeah. it's just essentially Xeroxed, whatever 1940 yeah. Xerox was. Oh, it looks like some Ralph Bashke shit. That, you know what? I'm sure that's part of the justification when Ralph Bashke was doing that shit in the 70s. He could be like, oh, Disney. It was good enough for Disney. I can get away with it, even though I'm going to do it a thousand times worse. And rather than just a quick solution to a problem we otherwise can't solve, I'm just going to make it the basis for half my animation. But yeah. So at the Red Lobster Inn, Honest John is drinking, smoking, having a good time. He got a whole tiny bags of coins for selling to the Pinocchio. And there's a fat, obviously very evil man there. It's the devil. Like, the guy's dressed in red, and it's all yeah. like, yeah. He's like, hey, you want to make some real money? He's got a big bag of coins. And he says, he says, uh, you see, I'm collecting stupid little boys. And then he whispers for a little bit in Honest John's ear, we can't hear it, and finishes it by saying, and I take some all to Pleasure Island. 
Oh, man. Yes, it's you the Harvey wanna... Weinstein of the Disney community, you yeah. You don't want to start a sentence with, I'm collecting stupid little boys, and end that sentence with, and I take them to Pleasure Island. You're going to get some yeah. looks. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah, this is also the same movie that says, uh, an, an actor's life is gay. It's the 1940s. Mm. It's what are you going to do? But yeah. yeah. Oh, so yeah. So Honest John and the Cat Guy, who he, this the, this is where he hiccups while he's pretending to eat a donut, a smoke donut with his coffee, and he hiccups mm, a little bit. Yeah. That's the, the one time one Mel Blanc's one contribution to the Disney canon. Uh, I guess uh, for a moment, Honest John blanches at whatever the fuck this guy is talking about, and the the guy he does he, his face turns all red and his hair turns into horns, and obviously, so, oh, yeah. so, so, like suggesting this guy is actually the the actual devil because he's all like, "Whoa, evil!" <laughs> yeah, because he says because he's uh, Honest John's like, "What about the law?" And the guy's like, "Ah, they don't know nothing because they never come back as boys." Yeah, bo- yeah. Bo- that's it, that's the line with the boy as boy. Yeah. That dude is for sure a pedophile. Mm, well, until you find out later, it would be great if he turns into the donkeys because he actually wants to fuck donkeys more than boys. <laughs> is that even worse? Or yeah. I'm anyway. a pedophile and I love donkey ass. <laughs> it would be, be great if it turned out Honest John and the cat guy were actually just normal people that were actually transformed into into a fox and a cat by this asshole too. Mm. Like you know, to explain like so, how this guy's hanging out with the like, like anthropomorphic animals. So Pinocchio's walking home, and Jiminy Cricket's like, I'll race you, because I don't want to be near you, so I'm fast. And they get in a race, Jiminy gets uh, ahead too far, and uh, Pinocchio gets stopped by Honest John. Yeah, Good job, Cricket! You fucked divorce. up again! Yeah, you need another excuse to divorce Jiminy from some from Pinocchio, so Pinocchio can be hoodwinked by the same motherfuckers twice mm-hmm. in a day. Yeah. So Honest John pretends to give Pinocchio a doctor's exam, saying, Oh no, you're allergic, and there's only one care, a vacation to Pleasure Island. And Pinocchio says, Ah, oh, I can't go. But they just pick him up and take him. Yeah, right. it's... This and is Jiminy's like, like, fuck this shit again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it, it's, it's it's cute stuff, but it's it's still a little more padding. and Yeah, it, it's, it's just connective tissue between one different episodic uh, part of the story and another, you know. So, a shot of a carriage that is just fucking chock full of boys. Is nobody gonna notice this? Yeah, considering, like, this guy seems to be stealing, like, half the population of the town. Town's child population in this one wagon? It's it's a little... Con- oh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a fairy tale. It's not supposed to matter much, but... Also, I forgot there's a thing where, uh... uh Pinocchio is sitting up in the driver's seat with uh, the, the, the coachman and Lampwick... Mm-hmm. And I forgot that Lampwick, like, he said he got his card from the coachman or something like that, and found out the cards of the Ace of Spades, which is the card of death, which I thought was a nice touch. Mm. Um, that's, I guess, that, that that is literally the coachman's calling card, I guess. I think that's what they're saying, yeah, but, uh... But yeah, no, the fucking coachman's promised all these kids, like, yeah, come to my island, and of course people have made a big meal out of the fact that, like, there's some nice footage here of, like, they, 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 they take the coach. I th- is the coach being actually driven by donkeys? I'm gonna jump back uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, no, it is. It's totally being driven by donkeys. Uh, which is... <laughs> uh, yeah, they get on a ship, and the ship travels about 50 feet to Pleasure Island. Well, I I, I love... The caravan is going the 
the doofy little dot drawings yeah. of the kids on the coach. Which they actually I, put some time and effort into. Like, they, all the kids have different, like, like, they colored individual items of clothing and stuff like that. Like, like they're shorthand for, like, these are just, like, small children from far away, so we can't put too much detail into them. But it is pretty cute. And, like, even when the, I think when the f boat's first uh, pulling up, uh, it's like a steamboat with a big paddle wheel on the side. And one of the kids, like, hops onto the paddle wheel and gets knocked down onto the first floor of the boat and stuff like that. There's, like, actually, there's some actual fun gags happening within that crowd. Which, what, like, we can only discern this shit now because we're watching this stuff in a format that's even better than anyone would have been able to watch this shit in 1940. But it's, it's, it's good animation, so. And again, a lot of pencil mileage. Yep. So, uh... Lampwick's there, the suckiest suck whoever sucked. Yeah, he's totally... He tells him. I don't know what that guy looks like, but I've heard that voice before in such a way. Then again, he sounds and acts like every fucking 1930s hard-boiled kid from yeah. every fucking Little Rascals short, so maybe mm. it, maybe I haven't seen or heard this guy before, but he just seems like this stereotypical Depression era. Hey, gotcha, like, yeah, I'm a yeah, schmitty. Yeah. Yeah. Kid. Yep. He, they, he tells him Pleasure Islands, no cops, no rules, only right. Get hype. And um, they get to the boat he where there's the even more horns, boys. Yeah. yeah. They get to Pleasure Island and it's a fucking madhouse. Man, it's it's very fucking, it is fucking great. There's like zero G roller coasters and there's a <laughs> giant fucking cot balloon and there's clowns. Looks like and yeah. Upkeep is just tremendous here. Which they do destroy. Like at the, we see that by the end of the night, these guys have completely destroyed the place. I mean, yeah. it's it's a again, it's a fairy rough. tale. You're not supposed to think about it that much. I do. Yeah, I love the rough house. Rough house rooms yeah. where you just beat each other. I, cigars for kids. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's wooden Indians just throwing out cigars and the kids are smoking. I do love the big statue with the big gobbling mouth in front of the rough house. Uh, mm. I, oh yeah, no, we actually do see. Uh, Pinocchio and Lampwick, they first come in uh, Lampwick uh, when they're in front of the rough house. Lampwick's got a chicken that he's eating. Like a whole mm -hmm. roast chicken. And uh, Pinocchio's got a whole pie and an ice cream cone that he's eating. So he does eat. Um, oh, those bastard kids with their pies. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> pies and ice cream. Oh, man. Fucking. No, Pleasure. And I, it still cracks me up that like Pleasure Island became a thing at Disneyland. Which is, mm. you know, you think. I, I, I know. I get that the joke, but like, it's still. Uh, it's, it's a little. Yeah, maybe don't name your your hotspot on your your town after the place where people were turned into animals. I don't so model open, home for open for destruction. That's actually probably yeah. my favorite gag out of the whole thing. Yeah. So uh, Pinocchio's hanging out with Lampwick, and they say he's like, "Being bad is so much fun." The evil man closes the gates and says, ah, they're having fun now, but you'll, they'll soon make jackasses out of themselves. Man, they lean hard wink, on the fact that you can jack. It's, it's also funny to see a Disney movie that leans so hard into the jackasses thing, because get it? Jackasses. Also, mm -hmm. should be important to point out, it's not the coachman mm -hmm. who closes those doors. It's his weird goblin monsters. <laughs> it's that, true. Like, in nondescript <laughs> black shadow monsters, which, yeah. that, that really, that, okay, this guy must be, if he's not the devil, he's at least a devil, because mm. the movie doesn't even try to be, like, because they could have given him a bunch of, like, night, like, bunch of 1930s roughhouse Popeye motherfuckers working for him, but no, he's, he's got monsters working for him. <laughs> yeah. they, look, they look like the monster on the Space, Ar uh, space Invaders arcade cabinet. Jesus Christ, <laughs> yeah. So later that night, everything's all fucking trashed up, and it's empty, no boys around, and it's just Lampwick and Pinocchio yeah, playing place, billiards I guess together in the billiards book, hall. 
in the original book, there's a five-month gap here? Where, like, hmm. it takes that much time for anyone to start changing, and... You think after five months, though, like, I fucking love Animal Crossing. I don't know if I want to play it for five months straight and do absolutely <laughs> nothing else, but, yeah. Yeah. Billiards, the most evil of all games. <laughs> why was why was Billiards considered, like, a nasty I... adults-only game like this and the fucking Music Man? I was about to say, if I, if I hadn't seen the Music Man, I'd even be more confused by, like, why pool? I guess, I guess the, they would smoke and drink beer while playing pool, but, like... Yeah, why pull more than like horseshoes or any or like chasing that the the circle down the road with a stick? Like, what's well, why is pool so inherently bad? But yeah, so but yeah. just because the just because the adults didn't want the kids to take up the table, so they were like, no, no, it's evil. Yeah, I kind of almost kind of see that because like you, there's only so many pool. Again, with the, like yeah, if if, if you're uh, horseshoes, you got horseshoes all over the place. You got you you've got the ball and the hoop, or you got the stick and the hoop. You can do that, but at a pool table, there's an infrastructure, and if the kids take it over, so you just make it sound like it's bad, like, oh no, you're, it's it's morally bankrupt if you play pool, but really there's like, just, we just want to play pool, leave us alone. Yeah. I would be a bit Lamp. surprised if that was the Lamp. thing that was going on. Yeah. Lampwick uh, calls Pinocchio a pussy, tells him to take a big drag on the cigar, which he does, and he gets sick. Yeah. And he aims for the shot, and was... Jiminy's there yelling Pinocchio, making him fuck up all over the place. There's a great bit where um, Pinocchio's taking the drag on the cigarette, and his face turns purple and then green. I'd be thinking, mm. that must have been a real bitch to paint. Because you would have had to have sat down and break down by frame by frame... Like, okay, we're gonna have to mix up, like, however long this this one shot is where he transforms the flesh to purple to green. We're gonna have to figure out exactly how many frames long the shot is. And for that frame, we're gonna have to mix up a different vat of paint for the different transitions between, like, okay, here's skin tones, more purple, little more purple, little more purple, and then transition that out to green. Just like, yeah, I do not envy the paint department for that one little bit, but yeah. Mm. Uh, oh, but so yeah, no, for, yeah. Lampwick's not phased at all by the talking cricket. <laughs> I mean, and... to be fair, he did just get drawn to a a magical island by the devil. I guess like a talking cricket. Also, he's been drinking, so maybe this is yeah. this is the kind of shit he sees anyway. Once he's already been half in the bag a little bit, but you know. He uses the billiard balls, knock Jimmy into the corner pocket, and uh, I hate his laugh. And well, yeah, because wants... they're doing the whole thing. He's, he's you're laughing like a jackass. No, not yet. Just his regular. Laugh. I know, but I wonder if they kind of made it more abrasive, so it like, f like, mm. leaf, like folds into like the donkey thing a little bit more in a bit. But like, yeah. Jiminy Cricket wants to beat the fuck out of that ginger fool, but Pinocchio's <laughs> like, oh, don't do that. He my best friend. I do love Jiminy Cricket. Jiminy's like friend. <laughs> Jiminy Cricket, what he's doing, he's doing that old 1930s thing where he's, like, thumbing his nose while he's, like, yeah. trying to, like, getting ready to fight, which I don't know what that is, but I've seen that enough, like, pantomime and, like, yeah, little rascal shorts and shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's fucking great. I don't know, so, uh, Jiminy Cricket's like, well, fucking, you got a friend now? How dare you, sir? What am I? I'm out of here. I fa keep failing at my job, but I'm gonna take it out on you. <laughs> I keep yeah. on leaving at the worst possible moments. I Rather than work harder, I'm just gonna leave. Yeah, I, the story's not gonna work if I stay here and help you, so I'm gonna leave again for the upteenth time. Yep, so Jiminy huffs and puffs as he's leaving, but on his way, he sees and hears donkeys. Sees them being loaded up into the boat, hundreds and hundreds of donkeys. And uh, the evil man, he's like, oh, where'd all these donkeys come from? And then the evil man's asking donkeys their names, and they say, hee-haw. But then one says, my name Alexander, and I want to go home to my mama. And the evil man says, you can still talk. 
pay you back. And then they've had their fun. Now they'll pay for it. Gadzooks, they're donkeys. I, you know what? So, Maybe the guy's not devil. He's just English, and all English people have the intrinsic power to turn people into donkeys if they're really upset enough. But yeah. So this fat idiot. <laughs> my son does not like it. This oh. fat idiot. His whole plan, his money-making plan, is to run a massive amusement park, yeah. giving out free cigars, free beer, free food, smashable mansions, and rides up the yin-yang so he can sell donkeys to circuses and salt mines. Is your kid being chased by a demon speaking of the devil? Like that's where I, just love that I love that. I don't care who, I don't care who hears it. I'm yeah. going to say it. This guy is a bad businessman. Uh, yeah, well, that's why it only makes sense for him to be the devil, because, like, yeah, because, like, he essentially has to rebuild with the equivalent of Disneyland uh -huh. every day, because, like, <laughs> like the, whatever profit he's making off of, he's selling donkeys. He's not selling, like, gold <laughs> bars. He's, like, it's like selling house cats. Like, maybe you can kind of make a profit, but, like... Unless, like, what, how many... To circuses, the well-known <laughs> yeah. millionaire circuses. Well, I guess some of them are going to the salt mines, too, but even yeah. then, it's like, it's a salt mine. How much are they going to pay for fucking donkeys? Uh, yeah. It's, it's just, and he's keeping the most interesting ones. Uh, the ones that can talk, he puts into a different uh, pen, and at least then he gets to sell those to the freak show or something like that, but... Oh, so back, man, but yeah. Back in the pool hall, Lampwick is turning into a donkey, and Pinocchio's freaking the fuck out. Uh, man, the reaction shots of fucking Pinocchio. I love when he's like, he first the cigar, and he's like, I, I gotta stop smoking. Well, it's 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 Lampwick's ears turn into donkey ears, and yeah. Yeah, Pinocchio's all like, I gotta stop smoking this shit. And then, like, his face turns into a donkey, and he's like, I gotta stop drinking this shit. And then, uh, fucking... Yeah, was it... Lampwick starts, like, laughing at Pinocchio for some reason. And then he yeah. like he goes hee -hee. yeah he like yeah he his head turns into a donkey head and that's when he freaks out and looks in the mirror and it's like oh yep. shit now watch in horror as Lampwick loses his fucking mind and turns slowly into a donkey calling for his mama enjoy your nightmares children yeah but there's... not too much there's more nightmares to come just in just three or four shots man it is fucked up well you got the first shot where uh, Lampwick comes over to um. Pinocchio and grabs his suspenders and it's like you gotta help mm -hmm. me and then you see his hands his hands the animation of his hands like suddenly going into super hardcore like like Don Bluth hands where his fingers all curl up for a moment and then suddenly they fuse into useless hooves that's mm -hmm. fucked up and then he starts running around and he starts kicking his own clothes off and he's kicking everything all over the place and then there's suddenly a silhouette of you see him essentially complete the rest of his transformation in silhouette which is Great, because you're also getting enough information that you're seeing exactly what's happening, but the, but the fact that it's in silhouette just leaves enough to the imagination to fill in the gaps. So that mm -hmm. could be exactly as horrifying as you, as you wanted to think, like when you're thinking about what that actually looks like if it's, if you were to seeing it as silhouette. And I think the thing that actually sells it for me is not actually the animation of, of Lampwick himself, but then the reaction shot of, you see uh, Pinocchio staring at this like horrified but they've done this cool thing where like i've been alive for three days oh <laughs> what my the gosh fuck is this world but like the fact that pinocchio is like in darkness like like his shot has been dimmed but his eyes are white and bright and it just sells mm. the fact that he is like he's not moving or anything really his eyes are just like they're as wide and as empty as they were when he was a dead doll but now it's just filled with wide with horror rather than consciousness and it's just great selling him like 
you, you they do such a good job of selling the fact that Pinocchio is fully absorbing how fucked up this is. Dude's only been alive for 48 hours, but he knows this is not cool. And yeah, yeah and the fucking lamp wick just goes on to uh, tear and just like just kicks the whole fucking room apart. And I guess the fact that the way he's, he's kicking and stuff too seems to suggest. Well, I guess he's also panicking, but it's hard to it's hard to tell whether or not he's even got his like human mind still intact or what the hell's going on. But like, yeah, it's 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 some. It's probably the most fucked up bit of Disney stuff from the original animated features. Probably. I'm sure as we talk through this stuff, the, the, the donkey transformation sequence will probably be held up as the gold standard. As, okay, is mm. this better or worse than the, the uh, Pinocchio transformation sequence? <laughs> is but, this more or less scarring? Because there is other stuff. I'm just even thinking yeah. about the fucking pink elephants from fucking Ban mm. or Snow White. Or not Snow White. What pink <laughs> elephants from <laughs> Dumbo? <laughs> No, no, the pink elephant from Snow White. Snow White got so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, but... Yeah, it's it's not cool, man. That's and it's yeah. funny that how this is the abiding everyone's abiding memory of this movie is the donkey thing more than anything else, mm-hmm. which kind of speaks to how kind of like eh, the rest of this movie is. But, you know, wish you so, when you wish upon a star and the most horrifying bit of the Disney canon, in the same <laughs> the, film. That, that, this that's scene edited thing. with the with when you wish upon a star music playing over the top of it. I guess if you wish to become human again after you turned into a donkey, that's one wish that's, that's not gonna get made. Holy shit! Yeah. So Pinocchio gets ears and a donkey tail, but Jiminy's there suddenly and it's like, yeah, Jiminy's run back. Like when he saw what Mm -hmm. was going on with the coachman, he ran back to save. uh, And so, yeah. Yep. And then they're like, oh, I saw this in Snow White. Let's climb up this hill. (laughs) That's how how all good people escape dangers by randomly running up a rocky crevice for no reason. Mm -hmm. I I can't remember if it's Jiminy Crick or if it's Pinocchio that thinks of this, but you got to get off this island. That'll somehow magically stop the transformation, mm. which I guess works, because they throw themselves into the sea. And Problem solved. I, I assumed that, like, I was like, oh, because I always wondered, like, yeah, I haven't seen this movie in a million years. I was like, oh, well, this is how they end up meeting Monstro. They throw themselves into the sea. No, they somehow do make it home, like, five minutes mm-hmm. later, which this suggested Pleasure Island really is just, like, like, you could, like, you could just paddle, dog yeah. paddle across, like, like, like a 20-foot-wide river and you're already back home. And this is also kind of loosey-goosey plotting because... Like, if you wanted to make this movie tighter, you would just go straight to the monster stuff, but instead they do make it home, and I guess even though, like, two days, it's only been two days for Pinocchio, it's, like, time has passed, like, six months in real life, because, like, they get home and, like, the house is empty, and it's all It's all dusty and cobwebby, yeah. Unless, unless this town has a real spider problem, which could be its own fucking story, but... And also, I guess that devil pedophile man just keeps... Gets to keep doing that. I mean, that's no kind of the horrifying. for him, huh? Although you'd think, like, there would be a sequel to this after, like, fucking Pinocchio becomes real and stuff, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. I'm gonna take <laughs> out that coachman. I'm gonna... <laughs> Pinocchio versus the devil. That's Bill Mudrin's sequel to Pinocchio. Mm. And mm-hmm. also, this is just weak plotting, too. Like, what happens next? Because this is just like... Okay, De- Deus Ex Machina shit, but go ahead. So, they get home, it's been abandoned, all cobweb, dusty, and, uh, Pinocchio's like, well, I'm gonna go get them, and then they're like, we, Germany's like, you don't know where the fuck he is, so Magic Dove flies down from the sky with a magic note, and it says, (laughs) it says, fuck, (laughs) it says, Hey, Geppetto is swallowed by a whale named Monstro, (laughs) he's alive, but at the bottom of the sea, 
Do with that what you will, I guess. I love Pinocchio's first reaction to this. He picks up the piece of paper, looks at the uh, confusingly. He's like, A, I don't know how to read. B, what the <laughs> fuck does a whale need with a name? Yeah. <laughs> Who named it? Why? Also, why is his name important to, to me? Why are you even telling me this? Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Fucking more movies just need a random magic dove show up to give the to give the hero information. Otherwise, the rest of the movie wouldn't work. Christ almighty, that yep. is terrible. Like, I get that it's a fairy tale, but you already had... This is the third time that the fucking uh, sleeping... Well, I guess, yeah, the blue fairy's like, well, I can't help him, but I guess I can... Well, if I show up dove. as a dove, it, it, it doesn't count. Like, it's not really, like, really me. And it's just like, eh, it's a little... It's, 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 it's... Even for Disney fairy tale standards, it's pretty fucking sweaty. And... Mm -hmm. And again, it kind of doesn't make sense that the house... Like, it seems as if, like, fucking Geppetto's yeah. been gone for months, too. So it's it's a little weird. They could have cut ten minutes out here if they just had jumped straight from Pleasure Island into the ocean-going stuff. Because it just ends up with, like, the, the solution to the problem is just fucking Pinocchio. He's in the water anyway, so you just, like, seriously, mm -hmm. like, it's... You could just, well, yeah. Pinocchio ties his, uh, <sighs> a, a rock to his tail, which throws I himself guess... in the sea. How big can the sea be? I mean, he's bound to find monsters sooner or later. Yeah, it's an interesting idea. And then also Pinocchio, or uh, J uh oh, not Japan, all these goddamn characters' names. Jiminy Cricket puts a, a a rock in his nuts, mm -hmm. and then he's like molested by a fish, and the fish's boyfriend yells at him, and it's a whole thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, uh -huh. uh, man, he's walking around like he's got the <clears throat> biggest fucking juiciest nuts. It's a little <laughs> weird. Yeah. Yep. So they're gonna walk along the bottom of the sea looking for that dumb old idiot Geppetto. This takes a while. Ugly, ugly fish follow him. Pinocchio asks him where Monstro is. They all swim away in a flurry. Sea life hates it. I almost wonder because they this actually does look gorgeous. I don't know how they did this effect, but the uh, the effect of the refract refracted sunlight on the mm. ocean floor uh, is so fucking good. I almost wonder if one of those things where like once they put the movie together like. No, we cut out a little bit. This is quick enough the pace of this movie, but we spent so much time making those look pretty. We're keeping every fucking frame of this in. I don't give a shit what mm. anyone's saying. That's what I would yeah. assume would happen. Because, but yeah, it's they just... spend a lot of time on them walking underwater. Uh, and well, because of walking underwater, it's all super slow, and it's not. It's 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 anticlimactic as fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Eventually, they find Monstro just laying on the bottom of the sea like a big blob of what's it? Which that's inside not how, him. That's not how whales work. Nope! Inside, Geppetto's fishing. He hasn't had a bite for days, but he got he got a cold. You could tell because he sneezed and has a scarf on. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, I guess they're trying to insinuate that maybe he could be dying from a cold or I, like maybe, maybe being starving. Again, the 48 hours of the movie has passed, so if he hasn't eaten since the, before the movie has started, he would just be hungry, but it's not like he's at risk of death, but yeah. And I guess the fish stole all the fish out of Monstro's stomach because he's talking about how they may have fished the last of the fish. Yeah. And Figaro's all like doing shtick and mm -hmm. fucking hate Figaro. It's all so, so <laughs> cute animal cuphead shit, but you know. Geppetto says, oh, I never thought it would end like this. Well, no shit, dumbass. You never thought you were going to get eaten alive by a giant whale? While looking for your puppet son who has been <laughs> magically turned to life? Like, yeah, that is, it has that is, donkey that is a story. Ears, uh -huh. Yeah. 
So he's sad about Pinocchio. He says he was such a good boy. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. The whole what point you, was that he was awful. Like, about? This is a morality story about how awful he was. Yeah. <laughs> you interacted with him for like two hours at most. And he kicked him out of the house and said, hey, bitch, go learn how to read. And like, you didn't know anything <laughs> about the kid. That's the whole problem. Oh, uh, yeah. So Monster wakes up and does the evil sneak attack on some fish. And Geppetto's like, oh, tuna. Oh, tuna. Uh, hey, Hitler, uh, he, has, he has provided for us again the fjord. <laughs> Pinocchio <laughs> and Geppetto find Monstro and are like, well, time to run away from him. Uh, yeah, they so they didn't have much of a plan. They, they found Monstro, but they don't know what the fuck to do next, yeah. And Geppetto's catching so many tuna, oh tuna. Why are tuna biting on his hook when they're just they're trying to escape from Monstro? But whatever. Yeah, whatever. It's a cartoon. Yeah. Who cares? So... It takes forever, but eventually Pinocchio gets eaten by the whale, and Geppetto manages to catch Pinocchio with his hook, and they're reunited with all the emotion of a dried fart. They do the cute thing of uh, when Geppetto uh, hauls Pinocchio, and he throws him in with the rest of the fish, and he's like, oh, hey, Pinocchio, and he keeps on fishing, and it is, it's, 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 before this beca that became a stereotype, or a trope mm -hmm. into itself, that is a cute little thing, where he's like, oh, and then he's like, oh, Pinocchio, I love you so much. Mamma mia, mm -hmm. manja, right out of the fuck. And Geppetto's like, uh, the fuck's up with your ears and tails, Shad? Yeah, Never no mind. One... Let's hug. I guess he does have uh, the, the Pinocchio's hat is wet and kind of like mm. scooped over his ears that like, yeah, it kind of hides his ears at the start, but yeah. So Pinocchio, uh, they'll make a fire, it was eat some fish and wait to die. So Pinocchio think that's a great idea. Make big fucking ass fire. Make the whale sneeze. Which works! Hey, the dumb puppet's idea worked! It is funny, because, like, part of the whole Geppetto's, or, uh, Pinocchio's whole problem is that how impulsive he is. But his impulsiveness works here, in that, like, if he hadn't thought to do this, they would have all just died, but yeah. But mm -hmm. he, he doesn't even ask Geppetto! He just, like, he just takes all the chairs on the ship and, like, a blanket, smashes it over a barrel, and takes an oil lamp, smashes it over that stuff, and just, like, without even explaining what he's doing, it just sets a fire. And yeah, it starts filling up, uh... You know what I just realized? Because it starts filling up Monstro with smoke. I wonder mm -hmm. if at the very beginning when um, Pinocchio catches his finger on fire and Geppetto jams his finger into Cleo's fishbowl, kind of like making this fishbowl smoky, that's a little bit of like a, like a little bit of like what happens to Monstro. You know? mm. A fish being fucked with by smoke and water. Mm. But yeah, so it, it turns out that... Uh, I guess uh, Geppetto was, uh, had enough foresight to make a little raft before all this shit started yep. so they could try to use the raft to get out of here while, because the smoke is going to make Monstro sneeze. Yep, and he sneezes them out. He hates it. Chases them on their little raft. The they sound effect this. of Monstro going, <gasps> like hitching up before he sneezes is great. I guess the person who did the vocal work for Monstro was Thurl Ravenscroft. Speaking of old dude names, you would know him better as the voice of Tony the Tiger and or the narrator from uh, the How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Hmm. Just throw that out there. So. Yeah, throw it out out there. Yeah. So they managed to outmaneuver the whale until it jumps over them and smashes their little raft Jesus with tail. Jesus Christ, this is all <laughs> fucked up. And again, this is <laughs> I could I could hear the cries of these an uh, the special effects animators painting all this fucking Disney water. And just yeah. even then, like, there's this great thing where, like, like the there's, like, this wave texture they put over, like, this gradient watercolor 
where it's like a little darker at the top and lighter on the bottom and then all the white foam on top it's just looks fucking beautiful it's fucking crazy to think this is like this is still less than 15 years after disney had invented sound and color cartoons and now we're like this fucking whale shit is just fucking I th it's funny because monster himself is an ugly ass character design and the the drama of this scene isn't actually particularly that interesting but yeah from a special no. effects and technical perspective it's, it's it's a goddamn it's a monster literally and figuratively yeah mm -hmm. and geppetto's like well i'm done i guess win for sure <laughs> pinocchio whatever but pinocchio says no i will save you fodl he grabs him and swims back towards shore, finds a little cave, manages to swim inside that as the, the out-swim this whale that is barreling at them at like 90 miles an hour. It's this whale that's the size of like a football stadium. Somehow, mm -hmm. like, it's, despite that we've seen it like smash through like underwater arches and stuff, yeah, it's, it somehow is, is stopped by this little stone archway. That I yeah. guess is is. Oh, he smashes his face and breaks all the bones in his dang body. Yeah, for some reason that fucks body. up. What, yeah, Monstro and uh, yeah. What the? F this, this community is not very safe. You've got this giant Monstro <laughs> whale policing the waters, and you've got this giant magic island that turns kids into animals right off the shore. Like, what the fuck town is this? Like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, mm -hmm. so everyone gets uh, like the, the the rush of the water washes everyone up on shore though. Yep. Even uh, Figaro and the fish right next to him. How convenient. This motherfucker had to take his pets. Is he so hated by everyone else in his community because he keeps on bringing puppets to life that no one was <laughs> willing to take in, like, his pets <laughs> while he was mm -hmm. going to search for, like, his upteenth missing puppet son? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> they, like, he, so... it turns out he does this so often they don't even volunteer to help him anymore. Yeah. He murmurs, yo, Pinocchio, save yourself, yo. But no need to worry about that. He's dead in the tide pool right over there. God, I've seen this used occasionally as a meme of Pinocchio <laughs> just dead in the water. Which, again, he doesn't breathe. So, or like he shouldn't no. breathe. Like, this, I'm, I, like, it's weird because, like, they, they, uh, I, I was watching the Blu ray, and I guess the original ending for this, it, it just ended on the beach here. Where just him dead in the tide pool. Well, I guess originally it was supposed to be uh, Geppetto that gets quote unquote killed, and it's Pinocchio like crying over Geppetto's body that summons the blue fairy, and she's like, "Well, you've become selfless enough. You saved Geppetto. I'll bring Geppetto back to life, and I'll turn you into a real boy." And that happens, and everyone claps, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. I guess they figured it wasn't <laughs> yeah. enough, like the ending of Snow White, so you have to. So they decided and said, like, no, let's threaten to kill off the main character again. And then have everyone super sad, standing around the main character's dead body. And then someone can suddenly show up and, like, revive the main character. And that'll be our ending again, just like Snow White. And so I guess it got changed to, yeah, it's Pinocchio, Pinocchio getting fucked up rather than Geppetto at the end. So. Mm -hmm. Just that is gruesome. His body just faced down <laughs> in the water. And it goes on for a while, too. It's like, shit, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, God. I guess, so. I guess Geppetto having to make a wish to, like, like, because it cuts back to uh, Pinocchio's on the on a bed and, like, Geppetto's, like, kneeling next to his dead body, like, crying and praying and shit again. So I guess that does kind of bookend the movie a little bit with Geppetto praying for help in regards to Pinocchio, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Blue Angel's like, you proved yourself unselfish, truthful, and all that good stuff. You're a real boy. Uh, also, I'm behind on my quota this month for real boys, so I guess you could be real boy because 
You didn't really do I, yeah, anything no, those things. Like, also, she can't be bothered to show up in person. He just magically... And... Have you ever... I don't know if I can thread the, thread the needle on what this joke I was going to make. But mm. don't you think Pinocchio was more fuckable before... Well, before <laughs> being turned into a real person? Like... Because <laughs> <laughs> so he was so much hotter before he got turned into that ugly... Oh... Anyway, that's that's uh, why I always hear about everyone talking about Beauty and the Beast, as the Beast was hotter okay. as an animal before he gets turned. Well, that's a, actually that's a similar thing to Beauty. The Beauty and the Beast did the same thing too, because fucking Beast essentially gets gets murked by fucking what's his face, and he dies. Yeah. But because of that selfless act, that's the thing that allows him to get turned, not only res resurrected, well, but that's also. Well, that's being I love you. Oh, that's right. I forgot. She like cries tears, and lava comes out of her face, and then he turns into a <laughs> actually an objectively less attractive human man again. But like, mm -hmm. yeah. So it'd be great. Because Pinocchio, so Pinocchio turns into a real boy, and then Geppetto sees him and says, I don't want to fuck this. <laughs> you you got a creepy pink nose. What is what is that? It is kind of funny because in the commentary for the, or the commentary is the making of features. Like like Eric Goldberg, I think he was the he's the he directed Aladdin and Moana and stuff like that. He's all like yeah, um, human Pinocchio, kind of even creepier looking than than, Pino than, than puppet <laughs> Pinocchio. Uh, there's a reason why they never put him on the lunch boxes or anything like that, because it's kind of a gross design, but yeah. 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 So they get all back to dancing and partying da, with da, their da, clockwork da, da. toys. Yay. And Jiminy sees the wishing star and wishes he lived longer than just a couple of months. Yeah. So the fairy's like, da 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 da. You get a gold badge. Now sing your rotten bug song well, about when you wish upon a star and real life living boy comes into your life, whatever. So the movie and... ends on Tuesday, and because, yeah, Jiminy Cricket's a cricket, he'll be dead by Friday just because that's, <laughs> that's how long they live. Also, um, maybe having an 80 year old elderly man. Uh, become the father of this kid. Uh, Geppetto's gonna be dead in like five years anyway, so uh, Pinocchio's just gonna end up becoming street urchin anyway. So who gives a fuck? This is all gonna add badly for everyone anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's Pinocchio. It's kind of boring. Oh, then you forgot the best part. Uh oh, did I? We're fucking fucking Jiminy Cricket is all like. I have to go bookend the movie by going outside the window. Oh, no, I mentioned that oh, he and then gets he, a gold badge. Oh, yeah, he gets a golden badge. He goes outside and he talks to Blue Fairy. And Blue Fairy says, mm -hmm. When you wish upon a me, And then, does the book close or is there no book at literal? Oh, the movie actually does not bookend. Because it's funny because it actually it just pans out and there's a multiplane camera of the. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that's Niku Niku. It's over. It's over. That's yes. Yeah. Not a great movie. That, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> so there's some really good animation in it. That's about I it. I think that, again, though, I do think this is kind of like the, I, this feels like the arrival of like quote unquote modern Disney to me. Though mm. this feels like we've officially led led the Cuphead bullshit behind, and this is like. This... Pinocchio isn't as annoying as they could have accidentally made him. That's true. And I, Which, I would have loved to have likeable? seen... He's not likable? He's not likable? It would have been fascinating if they had embraced the unlikable version of Pinocchio and how that would have held up in today. Because, I don't know. If they could have made, like, unlikable Pinocchio funny, that could have been mm. amazing. But that's not the... Like, they were going for a heartwarming fairy tale. They weren't going for, like, 
What would be the funniest shit you could do, like an inhuman puppet who doesn't understand human beings? What could you do that would be fucked up and hilarious? Like today, you could you can make a whole fucking meal out of that shit, but like, I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I should let you talk, cause this is more your pick than it is mine. So. No, it's fine. It's you know more about Pinocchio than I do. I haven't seen it in ages. Yeah. yeah, you and I probably haven't seen it in decades, so it's at least we're coming yeah. to this one on even footing, but. Yeah, it's um. It's okay. It's 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 it's. Yeah. But then again, I'm I I think you you have more, I think you have warmer feelings towards all this stuff than I do because like I said, so much of me is like as much as I appreciate all this stuff from a technical angle and historical perspective, like like it'll probably be another twenty years before I sit down and watch Pinocchio again. Even though I own oh, the Blu-ray and I'm yeah. subscribed to Disney Plus and stuff like that, but I'm not gonna watch this again. But. <laughs> Ever. That's it. The last time you'll ever hear when you wish upon a star. But, another 30. But again, but it, within the context of our Disney through the decades trek, that is, it was definitely interesting to watch, though. You definitely get to see mm. Disney level up uh, their animation skills. Yeah, it's, a, it's an impressive jump from Snow White's animation to this. Not that Snow White's animation was bad. No, but, but like, just for two years. And it's funny, too, because... They cleaned it up quite a bit. Uh, I know Snow White had a development process that was four years. This was only two. And mm. so, just even like with that half the development time, they produce something that is is quantifiably like looks better and more nicely designed and better animated and everything too. So, and again, because like I said, they're not relying so much on rotoscoping and an old 1930s style animation. This this feels more modern than anything else Disney has produced so far. So, welcome to the 1940s yeah. Disney. Here, 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 this is the start of their golden streak of. Well, I guess Snow White was, but you know what I mean. Uh, then again, yeah. we'll just explain it. What's next? What the fuck's after this? Fucking... Fantasia. Is that actually what's next chronologically? Because, like, I was just reading about how Bambi On was the their list, original choice. Disney animated features. You stump for a while while I look at this up and see exactly what the chronology is. Oh, good. I get to stump. Pinocchio. It's not very good. It's not very <laughs> bad. It's completely forgettable. Oh, uh, no, it is a fan... Oh, shit. They, had, they put out two animated features in 1940. Uh, Pinocchio was released on February 7th, 1940. Uh, mm. Fantasia was released on November 13th, 1940. Uh, just uh, like like seven months later. The mm. fuck? That's nuts. Awesome. T Pinocchio and Fantasia in the same year. And it's funny, the Reluctant Dragon came out six months later after that. Man, yeah. we almost... Oh, we shouldn't do Reluctant Dragon again. There wouldn't nah. be much to talk about, because we just talked about nah. that fact. Like, not... I mean, it's been a couple years, but for us, that's still kind of relatively recently. Yeah, yeah it's it's Fantasia, the Reluctant Dragon, Pino Dumbo, Bambi, Saludos Amigos. Man, it's actually... The next, like, classic film is Cinderella, and that's not until 1950. It's weird to think. I, didn't, I forgot that the rest of the 40s... After Fantasia, Dumbo, and Bambi, it's all stuff like Saludos Amigos, Victory Through Air Power, which that's not even a feature. That's just uh, military propaganda. Three Amigos, Song of the Song of the South. Mm. We did do Song of the South, right? We we did, Christ and it's not going to be on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's not you know. Um, oh, and the only other trivia I saw was that was it Cliff Edwards, the guy who did the voice of. Uh, Jiminy Cricket, um, mm -hmm. I guess he was starting on having hard times right around the time this movie was made, and after this movie was made, he had a, he started forming a habit of hanging around the studio, 
essentially begging and pleading the Disney company for any kind of like bit work he could do as like voice actor and stuff like that because I guess he had gambled away all of his money and stuff like that. Mm. And he eventually just wound up uh, dying penniless and alone in some kind of like charity veterans hospital or something like that. And he pretty much died and, and uh, his body got... Like no one claimed his body. He had no children or anything like that. And he donated his body to science. And um, I guess it was... He died like in 1970 or something like that. And it was one of the first big things where like... It made news how somebody who contributed so materially to Disney's success was kind of forgotten by the company to the point as soon as that news came out that he had died and he died penniless and alone and never saw a dime of all the millions of dollars that uh, both Pinocchio and his recording of what uh, When You Wish Upon a Star had made for the company. Um, I guess Disney tried to nip that in the bud by... I think they originally offered to pay for his funeral plot but I think the actors' union oh, paid for that. But they did pay for the headstone. But it sounds like that was more of a PR thing, just because the news had came <laughs> out that, like, yeah, the voice of Jiminy Cricket died poor and alone in Disney, completely forgotten by Disney, and so they came out and like, well, we'll give him his headstone at least. So, so it's weird yeah, when you think of wishing upon a star. Think about that the next time about how that guy was like died alone and wishing upon a star didn't help him for shit. So mm, I love ending this podcast on an upper. <laughs> It's, it's, you know, it's 2020. We can deal with a little bit of dark news every once in a while. Yeah, Shit happens. I love sadness tinged with goodness. It's all so good. Anyway, what are we talking about? What He's Mudroom on Twitter. Uh, I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Triple T? Whatever. Triple T. To the P. To the P. <laughs> D. Double Do we know what we're doing next time, Bill? I'll say D double T to the D is Disney through the decades. I have no idea what I'm doing next. Uh, okay. Assuming I continue through with Marvelous May, which uh, I had started last week, The Empire Strikes Back. If I wanted to continue on that same route of just fuck it, I'm going to do stuff that like not only have I seen mm-hmm. before, but everyone loves. I would almost guess I would have to do like Back to the Future or Raiders of the Lost Ark or something of that caliber. Maybe, maybe mm. I'll go back to the original formula of Marvelous May and find something that I love, but like is a little bit less well known. And I don't know. I have to figure out what I want to do next. If people have listening to this have suggestions, let me know. Um, because yeah, off the top of my head, I'd be tempted to do. I think I would only have one more Marvelous May pick for this month because I think we each get two for May. And so, since I almost did, I guess if I did Raider or if I did Empire Strikes Back, I could almost like bookend that with um Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan. So because that's another science fiction no you only got one this this your next pick is the only other movie you get in may well that's what i'm saying yeah so like yeah so i have to make it count and if i wanted to make it a counterpart to us, us having to do, to do the empire strikes back i could do something like mm. super again something else like maybe yeah, like a star trek 2 or something like that but gotcha. we'll have to figure if people have ideas yeah. uh let us know like yeah. if you ever if anyone has preferences uh Otherwise, yeah, I'll have to sit down through this week and, and look through some other Marvelous Me ideas that I had but never got around to. Okay. Yet, so, Otherwise, right. can, can we just republish the Josie and the Pussycats episode we recorded not that long ago? <laughs> sure, yeah, we'll do that. We could, do, we could talk about Galaxy Quest. We could, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think. Yeah, it would be nice in something that you and I both like, though, so it's not just me going, like, I like the part where Spock dies. Mm. So we'll see. Gotcha. 
Yeah, we'll see. We'll figure something well, listen, out. We got a week yeah. to figure out stuff. As yeah, we're this this episode's going live two days after we record it anyway, so we have time to figure out stuff. And we never really decide what <laughs> we're doing until like usually the Friday <laughs> yeah. before we record. It's true. So so yeah, as this goes live on Wednesday, you have pretty much until like Friday night to like throw ideas at us. So because yeah. I usually watch my thing on Friday nights now. Uh, mm. So I have Saturday that I, I could either do research or forget about what I wanted, watched to give if it was bad enough. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, until next time, keep filling your holes with pop culture. We're gonna, I'd say we're going to go wish on a star to make our dreams come true, but I'm, Disney would probably hit us with a copyright claim for saying anything about that. Uh, that's so. a good point. So, yeah, we're just it's going to be uh, uh, public domain kazoo music. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Disney, for fucking everything out of out of shape with your lawyerly bullshit. Yay. Thanks, Disney. So long, everybody. Take care, guys. We take you now to Kermit the Frog with another fast-breaking news story. Yeah, well, you better take a wide picture of it, you know, because his nose grows and we don't want to blow it. You know, the picture, not the nose. Oh, <clears throat> oh hi, hello, hi-ho there. Uh, uh, Kermit the Frog here. And today we are speaking to you from the workshop of Geppetto, which is the home of the world-famous wooden boy, Pinocchio. Uh, hey, Frog, hmm? are we on TV? Uh, yeah. Oh, Hi! Okay. Now, it is said that when Pinocchio tells a lie, his nose grows and gets longer. And when he tells the truth, the nose gets shorter. <clears throat> I, want, I want to say hello to my mother, the oak, and hi, Ma, and to the saplings, Myrtle and Magnolia. Hi. Uh, excuse me, uh, Pinocchio, but is it indeed true that when you uh, tell a lie, your nose does get longer? Ah, yeah, yeah. You want to see me lie and, uh, and have my nose get longer? Yes, would you please? Sure, they come from all around for that. Okay, stand by, folks, because in just one second now, Pinocchio is going to tell a lie and his nose is going to get longer. Get this, folks. My name is Abraham Lincoln and I'm 500 feet tall. How about that? You see that, folks? The nose did indeed get longer. Hi. Talk about a nose for news. You call that longer? I'll show you longer. This is longer. I am a thousand million years old and I can lick Superman. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, uh, Pinocchio, why don't you uh, tell a little bit of truth now and make this nose shorter, huh? Okay, folks, here's shorter. My name is Pinocchio. Oh, that, that's very good. And, and, and if you tell uh, truth again, it'll get a little bit shorter, huh? Okay, and I love jelly beans. Wonderful. Ah. Okay, folks, isn't that great? And now Pinocchio for the folks here. in television land who missed it the first time, here's longer again. My name is Cinderella, and for breakfast I ate two dragons. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's fine, And then Pinocchio. I ate the whole world, and then I sat on the moon, and then I became the president of the United States. Uh, oh, wait, wait, a, wait a second, Pinocchio. Why and then you, uh, I drank a million trillion glasses of milk, and then I ate airplanes, and I put the sun in my pocket. Uh, this is Kermit the Frog at the end of Pinocchio's nose. And I swallowed a whale. Oh, no.
Stop your nose. I want to get off. What? I say, would you please tell the truth and make this thing shorter so I can get off of this thing? Okay. My name is Pinocchio. Oh, this is Kermit the Frog. Ah! fairy hand in hand for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand <laughs>